0: To the Lazy Geeks podcast, our weekly news podcast that discusses news that in the geek world that interest us for the past week. This is for the week of September eleventh, two thousand seventeen. I'm Stephen Vargas.
1: I'm Adam Riley.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So, we kind we start this uh, this uh, episode off on a on a sad note. Um, Legendary uh, comic book. Well, I mean, he's just the legendary comic book. Uh, what do you want to say? Creator, <laughs> you know, I guess yeah. uh, Professional, industry professional uh, uh, Len Ween Passed away this weekend I'm um, going to read uh, This was actually a really cool uh, um, Story they had here on, from the Nerdist Uh, The comic book industry lost another legend this weekend. Celebrator writer and editor Len Wein passed away on Sunday. Word first broke on social media posts from his colleagues and peers, but further details about Wein's death is currently unknown. He was 69 years old. Wein was uh, one of the first Silver Age comic book fans to break into the industry as a professional and got his start with an issue of Daredevil in 1970. One year later, Ween and artist Bernie Wrightson created the iconic DC horror character Swamp Thing. Ween went on to write several DC titles, including Justice League of America and Batman. Among his many contributions to that comic book universe, Ween co-created the human target, Lucius Fox, and the third incarnation of Clayface. But it was at Marvel when Ween unleashed his most popular creation, Wolverine. In 1974, Ween and artists Herb Trime and John Romita Sr. introduced Wolverine within the pages of Incredible Hulk. Uh, Ween later used uh, Wolverine as one of the all-new X-Men alongside his other co-creations, Storm, Nightcrawler, Colossus, and Thunderbird. While Ween didn't stay with the X-Men titles, his characters proved to be invaluable to those franchises among Marvel and among Marvel's greatest superheroes. Wien is also briefly an editor-in-chief at both Marvel Comics and Disney Comics, but his most memorable editorial run were at DC Comics. In the mid-80s, Wien served as editor of Alan Moore and David Gibson's Watchmen and helped shape that story into the superhero classic. Outside of comics, Wien wrote uh, for Batman, the animated series, the Ben 10 franchise, the Watchmen that... End is nigh video game and countless projects across his incredibly prolific career. Wien was an industry was a giant in the industry, and he will be greatly missed by his family, his colleagues, and fans all over the world. And that's a heavy hitter
1: right there. Yeah, and and I w- I was a little embarrassed too because when when he passed away, I was I was like, damn, I, I recognize a name, I can't remember what he did, so I had to look him up. But yeah, I mean, any any kind of person who created iconic characters like that's always sad when they when they pass on, you
0: know? Yeah. I mean, you'll see it like, uh, Kevin Smith, um, shared on face on, um, Twitter. He was like, you know, he created one of his favorite characters, you know, Swamp Thing, you know? And then of course you have the other comics. It's like fucking, you know, uh, Wolverine. And then of course, you know, some of the other X-Men storm and Nightcrawler and all that. You're like those. And then those are the characters you immediately think when you think of like X-Men, you know, those are the ones. So, um, so yeah, so our condolences to his family, and um, he is—he is definitely a, a, a legend that we lost. So, on that, we switch gears <laughs> and return back to our normally uh, pre uh humor on our on right. the show. Uh, so we were off last week. Uh, what'd you do over the holiday, dude?
1: So I um, finally played Dungeons and Dragons with the kids. And uh, that went off swimmingly, um, and I'm not being sarcastic. I was about to ask. I was like,
0: are you, "Are you are you being facetious there?
1: No, they they had a really good time, and they're really into it. They um they can't stop talking. It's actually annoying me. And I love the <laughs> damn game. Like I'm like, I get it. You know, like whatever. Um, fuck
0: you, kids. Get a life.
1: <laughs> right. That's
0: more to the little world than just dungeons and <laughs> fucking <cats>. nerds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, you start wedging them. <laughs> <laughs> so we. We started with the the um, the starter box, uh, mm-hmm. which I talked about in previous podcast, and then we I stepped up to the first three books, and those came in.
0: Those look so, slick,
1: dude. Yeah, so I've been pouring over those. I actually brought them into work today for a a buddy of mine who's curious about it. And I just said, "Here, I'm just going to leave them at your desk. I own them. I can read them, whatever." And he basically read them all day. He's like, "I didn't get anything done."
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> uh, when you like, go. Yeah, you're dude, welcome.
1: <laughs> they're just su- they're super. Du- I mean, high quality hardcover. There's pretty much art on every page. Which quick question?
0: Um, Did you share that on Instagram?
1: No. I think you have. I think you have. Uh, <laughs> you
0: have something to do now. Now you keep always <laughs> see, complaining. You see? keep always complaining. Like I have nothing to show on Instagram.
1: <laughs> I have an issue. Okay. For some reason. <laughs> And I'm younger than Steve is, and Steve is about this social media. He's on Instagram, he's on Snapchat, he's on all this bullshit. I don't have a Snapchat. I never use my Instagram. I I'm even on LinkedIn,
0: motherfucker. No. Just kidding.
1: Right. I keep trying to get on Twitter because that's the one that I like the most, but I still forget about that. And then there's me sitting on my on my lunch break at work reading a book, and it's like, what am I tw- fucking two hundred? You know what I mean? So it's like,
0: you know, um, back in my day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i do need to i do need to share it to the insta bruh um so yeah um the that that game's going off well we're also to uh playing pokemon the card game because my two of my kids are super into it and i'm like fuck it i like pokemon the card game and it's people trying to hate you know i was i was at work and no one's hating on dungeons and dragons because they don't really understand what it is
0: yeah because you kind of have to know what it is in order to make fun of it
1: right and they're like it's a it's a what and and, I'm, and I explain it, and they go, "Okay, that sounds great." um Everyone knows what Pokemon is, like you, you any everyone. <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, I've been playing the Pokemon card games with the kids." I'm like, "Oh, you know, you got to play those silly games." I'm like, "Oh, actually, I dug the game when I was a kid, and it's still fun." So it, <laughs> I've I've been playing it. Obviously, I'm not collecting cards like crazy like I was when I was a little kid, but my kids are, so I'm I'm helping them, you know tell them how to organize a, a collection and, and stuff like that. So, um, And they're like, oh, that's so fucking lame Pokemon. I'm like, right, for real? Are we in <laughs> high school? I was like, I don't know if you if you realize that I could give a flying fuck what your opinion is of what I do. <laughs> um, it's obvious that I, I waved that nerd flag. I mean, I brought the three core D&D books to work today in my bag of holding from ThinkGeek. You know, I'm, I was I was born ready, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, so I was just whatever. But did it, you, I thought did that you was see that? Uh,
0: did you see that tweet that I sent you about Pokemon Go and the Hurricane Irma stuff?
1: No, because um, uh, I haven't logged in Twitter. Uh, it's it
0: was. <laughs> It's a it's a screenshot where it shows like emergency alert hurricane warning in this area, local check local media and authorities. And then right underneath that it's a Pokemon Go, different Pokemon may be appearing in parks around you. It's a great time to explore your local parks. And the caption reads Oh I saw that. I yeah, did see po- that. Pokemon Go trying to murder people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Pokemon Go is about that life. That's because Pokemon Go always says that. Right. It's always a good fucking time to go to the park. It will tell you that at three in the morning.
0: Oh, by the way, you have a tornado warning out. It's a good time to go check out that Pokemon stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, you might you might catch some water Pokemon out in that hurricane.
0: Right. Uh. Uh. <laughs> oh man. And uh, man, dude. the... Fuck man, Florida got fucked up,
1: dude. Dude, I saw some video of um uh Miami. So they evacuated Miami.
0: And my Mi- and, and it keep looks- in mind Miami missed like the headshot. <laughs>
1: like- <laughs> yeah. Like it was supposed to get it full on, but it, it kinda just got the edge. Now they evacuated Miami. <laughs> That's over a million people. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if everyone left, but from the video I saw, it wasn't no one outside. Right. Um, except for the people the person with the camera. Yeah. Um, and the streets, like the main streets, are rivers. Right, and then this hurricane drained the bays. Yeah, and I saw put that. the water on the city. <laughs> like I was like, "Fuck!" But we're the evacuation seemed to go pretty well.
0: I mean, yeah, every, everybody
1: who wanted to leave. Latin. I was, I was
0: watching, like I was watching um some of the news reports and stuff, like because there's nothing on TV, so I'm just watching the hurricane stuff. And you know like the reporters are looking at people that are like yeah we're going to we're going to ride this out this one dude oh, yeah me and my family and some friends we're going to ride it out in our boat and the news guy literally looked at him like he looked like he wanted to hit him in the head with the microphone like seriously yeah,
1: because people stay stupid dude but like they but a... then the
0: next day he goes yeah those guys they left they they yeah. wised up and just got the fuck shit, out dude. yeah they wised up and like yeah you know what
1: <laughs> it's time to the go the sheriff the sheriff over there i can't remember where at but it was in a florida pile. somewhere no he had to um he had to tell people on twitter do not shoot at the hurricane <laughs> yeah. and they they made a scientist made a graph explaining that a hurricane is spinning in a circle <laughs> so if you shoot a bullet at it that bullet could come back i'm like are you fu-? and only in florida because we all forget because florida has disney world in it it's a tourist area we still forget that florida is the south, yeah. and there's parts of the Florida that's the deep south, right? And these motherfuckers will shoot at any.
0: Well, they're further south than Texas, so you
1: know, that's as they're a lot the right southeast of the south.
0: <laughs> right. Well, what was it now? Deep? The only
1: thing that softens that up a little bit is they do have quite an extensive Hispanic population, which brings a little bit of fun and right <laughs> and a little bit of cheer, <laughs> <laughs> but that. that well, it's like that. Fucking banjos are, are <laughs> twanging somewhere in Florida. It was, it was
0: like that meme that went out before um, Hurricane Harvey hit uh, Texas, and they go, "How I picture Texas preparing for um, Hurricane Harvey," and it's this dude standing in front of his house with the American flag and a shotgun, like that's <laughs> right. pointed. You are like that. That's kind of how I expect it to. But yeah, when I saw that shit with Florida, I was like, "Fuck, dude!" Like they just got fucking rocked. Uh, my ex girlfriend's yeah. uh, sister lives in Jacksonville. On, they were supposed to be okay and I was like going shit, they're flooding over there. I'm like, fuck, man.
1: Well, it's not just it, and, and that's a crazy it, thing. It
0: covers it's the broke. fucking state.
1: I know. It's like <laughs> there was a fucking meme that said Amber Alert, Florida's missing. <laughs> but see, that's how we get through
0: is, that's how we get through these tough times.
1: Of course. It's, but all image. jokes aside, is we, we we forget that it's not just Hurricane Irma that's going on. Texas is still fucked up. Yeah. Um, LA is or Los Angeles kind of dealing with its biggest fucking brush fire (laughs) that it's dealt with in a long time yeah I think it was Ohio or Idaho is on fire yeah Montana is too or something like that yeah the earthquake in Mexico too and that was sad too because um like everyone I remember they were talking about it at work they're like well thank god it didn't it didn't really hit mexico city mexico city mexico city i'm like yeah it just hit the poor regions of right. the south of mexico right you know no one cares about those people yeah
0: because mexico you city know. is a city
1: <laughs> you know i know yeah, it's mexico just... city is the only place that <laughs> that matters i guess <laughs> i guess but um yeah man the yeah. world's going crazy i know that's my like shit
0: <sighs> so one there was this really cool thing I don't know if you guys. I, I'm sure a lot of you out there saw it, and I'm sure Adam's seen it. That new uh, Lego Millennium Falcon set, motherfucker!
1: Oh, dude, seven thousand
0: five hundred pieces.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, seven. Was it like seven or eight hundred bucks?
1: I see it already. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> These Lego, they are getting intense, bro. <laughs> like for, for real. I,
0: well, because like uh, in my mall, we have a Lego store. And um, my brother and I were there and we were looking and I was like, oh, cool. They have a, like, you know, they have their little Star Wars thing up front, Death Star, the snow speeder, which I still want. I want the snow speeder because I'm Ken. And um, we were, fuck that it's dope. <laughs> and my brother goes, oh, they have the Millennium Falcon. And I look, and I'm like, "Boo!" so yeah. we, we go inside and it fucking thing is huge. Like the case itself is about, well, you've seen my desk where we do the show. It's kind of that big of a case. Mm-hmm. And you know you're sitting there, and oh my god! And you have like it comes with like, like seven or eight different figures that go inside it, and they fit so perfectly inside and I'm walking around, I'm, like going, oh my god, it looks fucking intense. Like I will. Someone
1: comes up. Someone comes up and says, "Sir, you cannot masturbate here." Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, the guy that worked there was already doing it. He was already wiping the glass down, um, but he <laughs> but he was like, you know what? if you can sell your car, you can pick this up because it's basically kind of how much it's running for, you know, because I was like, oh my God, it was just like fucking insane. That thing is massive. And I was just like going, I would move everything out of my room just to put that on the table in my room.
1: Yeah. You know, cause that that's move my bed out. Yeah. Just to put it
0: <laughs> cause that's the kind of space it deserves. You know, it deserves that kind of
1: space. Yeah. <laughs> Well, for that kind of money, shit, everybody better see that fucking thing. <laughs> You'll be bringing people in.
0: <laughs> you're gonna have tours and shit. You're gonna have twenty four hour webcams on it just so people can click on it, just stare at it.
1: <laughs> it's like it's, <laughs> it's like fucking people walking on the street trying to catch the bus and shit. <laughs> hey,
0: hey, come here, and look at this. There's gonna be a sign. Want to see that Lego Millennium Falcon? The line forms right in there. It goes right back out to the bus stop and <laughs> catch the bus on their way out. Hey! <laughs> I could just see you hey! <laughs> No we, pants on and shit. We moved the gate to like the, uh, We moved like the, the gate closer to the bus stop So they can just walk in from there <laughs> <laughs> Oh man but yeah I saw that on there I was like oh my god that's fucking ridiculous uh, um, So last week we, we released uh, A Rewind which was our last episode of 2010 So almost seven years ago uh i was cracking up while listening to that
1: i was too because
0: i i remastered it basically I, do- all, I was
1: sick of that you even remember being that sick no <laughs> i sounded like death I, know. I don't think i've been that sick since
0: no i don't think yeah to where you sounded like that and i, re- I and then you're like oh yeah i used to get sick
1: i i, I do remember i used to get sick a lot in la yeah. I don't know why I mean I am from A different place So that always happens When you move To a new place You're just like Oh new <laughs> but, germs but, then, but
0: but also you, Like you and your kids Are sharing like The same room At that point You know the Oh yeah we, That
1: was the struggle time So was, we were all Staying in the same room Real close quarters And shit You know kids Are always dirty Yeah So
0: <laughs> oh man but yeah so i because i listened to part of i listened to the the first 20 minutes when i was editing because i wanted to hear it again and i actually took it from the remaster like the original (laughs) the original recording and then kind of cleaned up the audio and and uh and then remixed it but um i went fucking kind of nuts with those fucking applauses and like people cheering and shit i was like did i get like i'm thinking in my head like did I get like a program that had like all these sound effects? Like I don't remember ever that being a discussion before or since.
1: The sound effects were a little heavy-handed. I'm gonna admit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know because I was there. There was a like, few somebody, of them was, Somebody was a little excited.
1: <laughs> the best one was when I was talking about cataclysm <laughs> and the music. And fucking, I go all sick as shit to the music, and then it just dun dun. I was like, yeah, that was so dope. <laughs>
0: 'Cause at that time we didn't have the ability to kick on the music while we're actually doing it. So that, No, so
1: literally I said kick on the music and then just continued to speak. I couldn't right. hear anything. Yeah, and then yeah, I added no.
0: that we added it in post.
1: <laughs> yeah. That cataclysm, that that cataclysm skit. Cataclysm. <laughs> World of Warcraft, suck. <laughs> Talk about a justifiable homicide. <laughs> it, was fucking die- it was just so bad. <laughs> <laughs> And the random one was the KKK. <laughs> How would we, we, we get here? Hello? I'm like, whose idea was the skit? I have no
0: idea. I, I have a feeling it was mine, but, you know, I was like... Because <laughs> I remember the I remember the, uh, the cataclysm, because you wrote that. I remember the script that
1: you wrote for that. <laughs> yeah, I was so proud of that.
0: Because <laughs> it was like, at the time, most of the skits I had done, and Adam had done, like, you had done, like, one or two. Like before, but I was doing most of it. and This one, you were like, "Yeah, look at this. We got this. We got like the we're gonna like production value, and we added all this extra shit to
1: it." <laughs> you were so high. I was walking. I was walking around making making fucking rectangles out of my fingers, like looking through. It's like we're not filming this. Shut up, motherfucker! I'm in the zone, bitch. <laughs> I'm like Kevin Smith,
0: motherfucker. What up? Oh my god uh you were just you were just not having it with olivia munn
1: (laughs) (laughs) she pissed me off back then i was i was laughing at myself i was like god damn i really hated that chick for a minute and you have to remember too this was shit this is 2010
0: so this is a long time ago.
1: seven years ago yeah like i was seven years younger i was 25 so a little bit more of the uh, you know nowadays I'm just like meh to everything, but <laughs> back then I was had a little bit more fire, you know,
0: <laughs> just a little a little more zest.
1: <laughs> no, I remember because we we were both kind of just like whatever because we both loved G four, yeah, and Attack of the Show that was like and at its I mean, prime, like when it yeah was that was prime. like the best show on television, man. Yeah. And then I I used to never miss an episode, blah blah blah, and then fucking she just left. Like yeah because for a because
0: for a while suddenly it was just like him and guest hosts and it was kind of yeah. like, um okay because you had like Allison Houselip and, um, and and some of the some other people that just kind of came roaming in you're kind of like, the fuck happened to Olivia and then suddenly it was like, oh we have a new we have a new host and you know Candace, uh Candace Bailey? Candice Bailey yeah and I was like, who uh, I,
1: I ended up liking
0: yeah I like I liked too you know at the end I actually in the end I think I liked her more than Olivia because she actually seemed to kind of give a shit
1: <laughs> yeah she was more of a more of a host and less of a comedian yeah
0: yeah and it, it's funny too because like when um kevin was doing i think kevin was like up to like a couple years ago he was doing a podcast and he kept getting like um sarah underwood and candace to come in and they would kind of have their own little mini reunions you yeah know, I remember and, that. And, and and do some of those on his show and stuff like that but uh, yeah, and she like she seemed to care more about it than Olivia did, and it's funny oh, too because like it I was we were, just it was the we same song and dance. We were popping no. off on her too because like I was like, oh yeah, and she got a she got a little. Little spot in Iron Man. Ooh,
1: you know what's funny is I was the meanest, but you said the meanest shit. <laughs> like you were like got a barely fucking spot in Iron Man. No one even remembers your fucking ass on that. I was like, you. <laughs>
0: see, Adam knew how to stick the knives. I knew how to twist them.
1: <laughs> That's right. It was a team effort. That's really why you didn't see her for a while. She was in fucking rehab for that shit. And really, nowadays, I don't. I don't. You know. I don't hate of course i don't hate her i mean lately i'm as i've gotten older i've gotten on the kick of i can't hate someone i don't know (laughs) so i'm just like whatever dude it's the internet yeah you can't that's true (laughs) she's still hot she
0: hasn't she's not that much better in acting wise i mean i you know what like every yeah she is but the thing is is like i did not like her in x-men
1: i didn't either the problem is is that she doesn't Want to stay in her wheelhouse. She's funny. Yeah. She wants to do serious shit and it it, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. I mean, I, you know, whatever. Let her do what she wants. She can keep on trucking. It, more power to her. But it, she's tr- hilarious. Right. You know, and it, it's kind of when yeah. I see her on screen, she's not being funny. I'm kind of like, oh. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you're make trying laugh, again. <laughs> <on>. Oh, you're <laughs> trying again.
0: Damn it. <laughs> like, I saw her in, um, uh that hbo series uh the newsroom and i liked the show i and i kind of like wobble a little bit because i like daniel um uh daniel um uh, fuck what's his name oh my god i can't I'm totally spaced on his name the dude from dumb and dumber um
1: i know who you're talking yeah
0: about. anyway well the, the main guy and sam waterston i liked and some of the other guys, some of the other people in there I liked, I didn't like her character because it didn't fit. Like, it seemed like she was trying a little too hard. And there was another girl that was in there, too, who was, like, s- supposed to be romantically, but I, she annoyed the fuck out of me. Um, but, yeah, it was just kind of like, okay, this isn't the West Wing. We get it. Um, but, yeah, it. but, you know, it's like... Yeah, I know. If she's if she she can be funny and she can be you know like 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 that and that's fine. But yeah, when I understand as an actor, you want to try new shit. But it's like it doesn't always work, and sometimes you kind of aren't meant for that unless you find that right balance, that right material that gives it to you. You got you know until you can have writers write for you. I think it's a little going to be a little hard. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah. So if you guys haven't listened to that episode, like, yeah, that was our last regular episode of two thousand and ten. So yeah, almost seven years ago, and uh, and it was just funny. Like I, and that's the cool thing is like some people go, "You listen to those old shows," and I go, "Yeah," because to be honest, I don't remember them. Yeah, I don't. And either. we were so such different people back then, and it's kind of funny for us to listen to because like sometimes I'll listen to skits that but we how, did.
1: How were we different people though?
0: I think it's just the the shit that we pick on and the shit that kind of... Shit that gets us annoyed or shit that we get excited about has changed. But I think at the same time, we're also a little more internet leery. Like, I think now we're more questionable about the internet than we were back then. Um, Yeah. You know, I I, I think... I guess you could say a little more seasoned.
1: Um, Well, I was was listening to... Because I asked you that because I was listening to the, the Rewind show. And I noticed that I sounded very passionate about things that didn't matter. And cur- <laughs> current me was just like, why, why are you so fired up? Yeah. Who gives a shit? It you cracked
0: know? me up because it, I was busting up because I'm hearing you getting all excited. I'm like going, Oh my God, where the hell did this come from? Like, cause it's I like, I, so... it takes me so much to just get Adam excited about anything, you know? <laughs> and it's
1: just to hear. So it, somewhere down the line, Something you just broke. gave a fuck. You just didn't and give I just, a fuck. I gave up giving a fuck. <laughs> right. That's what happened. <laughs> and I still, and I mean, I've listened. I listen to the podcast now. I don't listen to every single one, but I'll I'll listen to the main just to make sure you know everything's on point, stuff like that. And fucking, I'll listen um, to with Al- me specifically. Not, right. to, not <laughs> I'm not not knocking on fucking uh, Steve's production value cool. over there. I, I
0: usually but, I usually listen to it because I want to hear how it sounds because um, I mean I do hear it when I when I mix it but at the same time it's like I kind of want to make sure that it sounds
1: as good as you it wanna did. You want to hear what everyone else is hearing.
0: Right I, I do that plus if the show is particularly I had a good time doing it I want to hear it again um, and there are a lot of times where I'll, I'll, there's some episodes that we've done that I that I'll hear more than one time because they're just that fucking funny because <laughs> like, a lot of times it's because it's so organic that you forget you made those jokes because we're in it and we're doing it and then sometimes i remember like god oh, that was a good show and then i listen to it and then i hear some of the shit we talked about and i'm just <laughs> like oh my god i was like how did i forget that part and then there's other times where it's just like if i feel the show was a little off i kind of listen to it because i want to know where where was it you know or but
1: like, i can't i i came to realization cuz i'm sitting there and i'm like i was so excited about cataclysm. yeah like obviously i was a WoW player back then but i'm like i don't get excited like that for games or anything and i know why because nowadays and it was so many years of this where they say something's gonna happen and it don't yeah. fucking happen yeah so i've i've gotten to that that leery thing where i'm like yeah sure i'll, I'll believe it when i see it
0: it's the or, it's the, it's or they hide shit the two mentality. years before it's the, right yeah it's that whole blizzard mentality yeah
1: like what what's the current one is um kingdom hearts three Oh, I God. could give a flying fuck about Kingdom Hearts three, and I was excited about that. But they all they do is talk about it, be about it, motherfucker. I don't want to hear about it no more. <laughs> God damn it! Well, you <laughs> see, see
0: that—that's how I feel about Avatar. You know how you were telling me is like God, you're really hung up on these Avatar sequels. That's yeah. why they talk. Jim Cameron talks about that shit all the time. It's like you know what? Fuck you. I'm only going to believe it when there's a ticket, and it's actually playing at the theater. That's when I'm
1: going to believe it. So. And to be honest, go back in time and just not make the first one, and you probably—I <laughs> was not impressed with that movie at all.
0: Like,
1: okay. I watched it, and I and Steve. The one thing Steve told me, and I agree, is he says the visuals are a lot better if you saw it in the theater. Okay, I get that, but I can see that. Like, I can see how the visuals are are dope. You know, when we're at his house, and I'm just listening to the story, and I'm like, I'm bored. Like I just felt bored when I watched it. And then I felt like I was missing something. you know, when it's like everyone likes something. Yeah. And everyone's like, Oh my God, this is the fucking greatest thing. And then I'm, I'm the one dude that's just like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that happens to me a lot. Cause I don't really watch much television and I'll be at work and people are like, Oh my God, this fucking show is amazing. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> 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 like i they move my seat and I sit by, uh um, a younger just a different crowd they're good people there's nothing wrong with them right but they watch a lot of reality tv oh, yeah. and um they they watch like um that that one with the wives they're like oh yeah the Real Housewives of, or
0: something yeah
1: yeah yeah that stuff and they're talking about that and they're like this is the fucking greatest show and i wonder what's and i'm like oh my god like and i'm sitting there like this is what you you find entertaining yeah <laughs> Like there's so much to read and watch. And well, it, was, <laughs> like, it was
0: funny because like where I used to work, there was a, um, uh, uh, on, a on some Saturdays I worked with this uh, this gay guy. And we're like on, we're on the same, kind of the same road, but opposite ends of the room. So like we would both bring, I would bring him an iPad, he brings in his iPhone. And you would hear me watching something like Star Trek Beyond, Hunt for Red October, something like that. And he's binge watching The Real Housewives and um it's just kind of like i'm looking I'm like, huh if you kind of want to get the the a real big spectrum
1: <laughs> that's yeah. that was it right there <laughs> well my my wife actually put it best because my sister and my sister-in-law was over and she said like, ah oh, adam you don't like anything like you're you're so picky about stuff i'm like no i'm not and my wife says i that she's noticed in our marriage that if something isn't com- complex mm-hmm. i don't like it like I get bored too easily. Yeah, because so it has to, it it has to, it has to keep me confused almost. <laughs> like, like if it's a movie or now, obviously, comic books is different. You know, stuff right. like that, It's just blind entertainment. But like, um, hey, 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 hey. Well, you know what I mean, though. <laughs> um, that's complex because I know the history. Right. You know what I mean, and I'm putting that into it and stuff like that. I can't think of a recent movie. <sighs> what is a recent movie that I fucking saw that wasn't a comic book? I don't think there was one, <laughs> to be honest. But to just think well, that—did you just like, pick up like, the
0: Princess Bride on VHS?
1: Well, that's a fucking classic. <laughs> um, well, like like Dungeons and Dragons. Like I was I was talking about that at work today, and it was a conversation we were having. And I was talking to a buddy of mine over there, Ariel, cool dude. And he was um, he was like, "Yeah, you seem to be in some into some off the wall shit, you know." And he's one of those dudes that like he's into everything. Mm-hmm. Like he just he's just. Ha- if someone else is into it, he wants to hear about it. Like he's he's one of those dudes. Oh, and, um, I hate those dudes. And he, <laughs> and he, and he said, he said the same thing. He's like, everything you're into is like complicated. Like the kind of video games you play and, and mm. this and this and that. I'm like, well, I mean, fuck man, life's short. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to just drool and mindlessly look at the television. Right, shit. Right. You know what I mean? I got and that's shit to do. Like, that's
0: like, for me, it's like, you know, everybody's like, well, why don't you watch this? Or why don't you watch that? It's like. I you know I don't know I mean there's a lot there's just some things that just don't interest me like everybody in the world watched fucking Breaking Bad I still have yet to watch an episode
1: um, I watched the first two episodes and I was bored and because to me it's like okay like I get it there, there's no reason to see the progression of the events I already <laughs> know what's gonna happen
0: yeah and Game of Thrones watched the first couple of episodes it didn't pull me in um you know but like I watch you know like um of course, you know, I'm watching Doctor Who. I'm watching uh, The Flash or the Arrowverse, which always kind of... But that's, the you know, it's like the comic book that kind of... It's it's funny because, like, you know, they do... Like, it's not like Gotham. Like, I Gotham, I just cannot stand. I just absolutely cannot stand. Yeah,
1: I, and I've tried a couple times. Yeah, and, and I, I, I tried it too. Annoyed.
0: And it just, yeah, it's just not... Now fucking Bruce Wayne's going to start being a semblance of Batman. I'm like, okay what is he 10 (laughs) (laughs) and um but like you know with the arrowverse and and all of the shows but the thing with them is like you know they have so many little so many little things that for a fan you're like oh shit they're referencing that they're referencing this you know it's yeah it's those kind of cool little things that you just kind of like okay it's layered you know and like but you know to be honest i don't really watch a whole lot anymore like i I don't. I mean, they're like there I was. I I do this sometimes just to kind of see. Um, I'll go on those lists that like all the shows that are currently canceled, and then um, I'll read them, and I was like, "Shit, that was on for three seasons. I didn't even know that was even. I didn't even know that show was on. Like, it's like you go through and I'm like, Yeah, wow, am I that, that that am I that detached? You know, and and, well, I'll, and it's, I'll catch it, it sounds... on Netflix. Like I'll catch it on yeah. Netflix or Hulu or Amazon. But yeah,
1: it sounds like it almost sounds pompous right like i don't like the things that people like but it's not that like i'll be on the podcast joking around with steve i'll make fun of shit that i don't like but i don't do that in real life like if someone ta- says they like the real housewives of blah 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 i'm not sitting there going that's fucking lame yeah you know i'm like oh that's cool you know i'm not into it you know but whatever but it's it's like i, I just can't i can't get into shit that's that simplistic yeah and, I'll, and sim- i, I, and I i'll I'm never not-
0: shut down somebody if they're like oh my right. god i watch this and it's like you know and they'll, they'll tell me about it i'll never be like fucking i don't care dude no i'll just be like oh that's cool you know like and then sometimes they'll tell you stuff and you're just you know you just kind of laugh and it just passes the time you know but it, it's just like beyond that it's like i i don't have an interest but i'm not going to ever tell them to like dude i don't fucking care go away
1: <laughs> and i'm not i'm not saying simplistic as a negative yeah it, simplistic entertainment is fine you know, there's there's certain comedy stuff that's simple that I like, you know, because it's making me laugh. But it, it, even then, with comedy, like it, it's even shit I like, like I like Game of Thrones. And I got to the end of the second season. I'm like, I'm gonna take a break because I, I realized that I was watching well, one. I wasn't watching it once a week like most people watch it. Right. I was watching like three episodes at night. And then um, I, I got to the better. point. <laughs> right. I got to the point where I would I would start the episode and go, who's going to die? Well, yeah. Like okay. there was, you, you, it just it got to that point. Who's gonna die and who's gonna fuck? <laughs> like, because that's all that happens on that fucking show. And that's not all that happens on that show. There's more shit going on, obviously. But then you're just like, I'm gonna take a break. So I'm taking a break, and then people look at me like I'm fucking crazy, you're right? Like my boss told me you should take time off to go finish Game of Thrones. <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Because I'll do it. I'll, I'll I'll I'll, so, I'll listen, if you pay me, I'll take it. <laughs> I told him to. I said, Hey, if you're gonna pay me some money, I'll go so like, oh, I can't pay you for my like, right, then I'm good. Yeah.
0: You know? How about we but, do this? Um, I'll binge watch it at my desk. You just don't bother me.
1: Right. Just leave me to fuck alone, okay? <laughs> Which actually I can do. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter, but
0: Alright. Well, on that note, I think it's time we jump into our one awesome thing, which actually segues into what we we're just talking about inadvertently. Um, so for my one awesome thing this week, and this this comes from uh, The Nerdist, and, and for those of you that remember way back in the day when Sci-Fi Channel used to actually be cool, I don't know if any of you remember that? But this was one of no. the shows that, that <laughs> this was one of the shows that that was cool in between that Mondays of wrestling that they would have.
1: Hey, the wrestling was cool. <laughs> it just made no sense to be on, on a sci-fi, sci-fi channel,
0: right? <laughs> but that drew in people, you know. And then they then yeah. they decided, well, we're going to rebrand ourselves and and be kind of cool and hip, and that failed because now, guess what? They're trying to rebrand themselves again to be the center of geek culture because they already had that, and then they fucked it up. So, quote all of this happened has happened before and it and all of it will happen again end quote those foreboding words were intoned by many characters over the course of the reimagined battlestar galactica tv series but who knew that phrase would soon come to apply to the show itself while many sci- science fiction fans are still mourning the end of the show in 2009 the good news is that there is going to be an opportunity to watch a ton of their favorite episodes of battlestar galactica on the small screen so break out the cigars along with starbuck it's time to celebrate so battlestar Galactica's return returned to television not as a revival unfortunately uh but as a re-airing of the mid-2000s series in uh recognition of the its 25th anniversary as a network for sci-fi is celebrating a milestone through variety of ways this month a new podcast by mythbusters host adam savage a screening series in partnership with alamo draft house new on-air content for fans but and last but certainly not least the anniversary marathon of battlestar galactica the BSG viewing extravaganza kicks off on Friday, September 22nd at 8, 7 central with a airing of the two-part TV miniseries. Season 1 will air Saturday, September 23rd and Sunday, September 24th starting at 6, 5 central each day. For fans who are unable to tune in via the television, Sci-Fi will be offering all 76 episodes and the miniseries on demand for 30 days starting um, that same Friday, September 22nd. If you haven't had an opportunity to watch BSD before, uh, before, you don't have to have a friend's DVD collection to mooch off of. It is perfectly optioned binge watch over the course of the weekend. Also, it it is I think it's still available on Amazon. So if you have Amazon Prime, I think um, Battlestar Galactica is available there. It used to be on Netflix and then they took it off and now it's on Amazon. So, great show, I loved it. So, you know.
1: Yeah, if you haven't seen that show, definitely do yourself a favor. It's, it's, it is a really good show. Um, the, uh, that's kind of cool. I wonder if they are they going to put it as like, uh, like every Saturday there's an episode or are they just going to fucking run it? They're going to run it from what I hear. See, I would, I would prefer them air it like it's a new show.
0: Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah.
1: One, they'll make more money off of it. (laughs) And two, it, it would be cool. It's like the show's on again. Right. You know what I mean? Um, because that's kind of a heavy show to fucking binge That on. That is. I mean, there are some episodes that will fuck you up. That's kind of the problem I was having with Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. some serious shit happens. I'm like, geez, I need a fucking break. And then sometimes, you
0: know, you, know, you got to break out that, you know, serial killer um, corkboard when they start saying the final five and you start going, OK, well, this is one of them and this is another one. So who are the other? Right. here are the possible candidates? You Here's know, that <laughs>
1: dude from the fucking sunshine show. Yeah. You know, you got that fucking. That meme is classic. It I is. love it.
0: Yeah. You just got like that whole corkboard. You're like, OK, so which one of these are going to be it? Because that was the running thing for a long time. <laughs> I remember that like, OK, so who else is going to be? You and me the... would
1: get into fucking conversations <laughs> about that.
0: Yeah. But who would be part of the final five?
1: I think it's Adama. It's like, shut up, Adam!
2: <laughs> it's that dude, um, hot dog.
1: <laughs> right. So, I want to preface my my one <laughs> awesome thing with I haven't seen the damn show. Completely forgot that it. Um, That's how much so of I've an been, impact it's <laughs> it's leaving on you. <laughs> I'm just busy. I've been fucking Dungeons and Dragons every day, prepping and shit. Um, but I did find out that it, you can watch the premiere on Hulu. Um, so if you want to watch the premiere of the Orville, and if, if and, by, and if the uh, show.
0: and if the reviews hold, that'll be the only place you'll be watching <laughs> that series.
1: Yeah, it's been getting mixed reviews, but he um. So while <laughs> this is kind of weird because he's basically they interviewed Seth MacFarlane and, and he's trying to say that it's not a Star Trek parody. And I believe that he believes that. (laughs) I do. I don't think he's lying or trying to trick everybody. Um, But there is part of this I really agree with um, that he said. And I'm just going to get right into the quote. So he said, what's what's happened is it's left open a space that has been relatively unoccupied for a while in the genre. For me, it's a space that's kind of waiting to be filled in this day and age when – we're getting a lot of dystopian science fiction. He said at the 2017 summer TV critics association press tour, this is sort of an attempt to fill the void in that genre. Um, so basically I'm not going to read this article kind of long, but he basically is trying to say that all sci-fi now is negative, which it really is. Yeah. It's, it's like end of the world shit and stuff like that. And Star Trek isn't like,
0: it's always been that way. It's always been it's, optimistic.
1: Star Trek's always been optimistic. So, what he's trying to say is he's, he wants an optimistic sci-fi show, which, okay, you know that, that makes sense. It, and I kind of – I un, okay. <laughs> why I said I, I believe that he believes what he's saying is because he, he – his intent is not a Star Trek parody show. But there's two reasons why it is and will always be. One, it's too similar. It's a positive sci-fi show. There's only one positive sci-fi show in history, really. Other than really campy shit from back in the day, I mean, even Doctor Who gets fucking dark as shit. Yeah, you know. Um, And two, he's too big of a Star Trek fan for it not to leak in. I mean, we've all heard the story from um, Patrick Stewart, where he came to the table and it was Patrick Stewart and Franks and there was a bunch of them there, and he didn't speak. Like he was so nervous he couldn't. This Seth Mick fucking (laughs) Farn, he he got starstruck and couldn't speak. You know, so. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with with their there being that. And I kind of think if if the Orville can take off, it might fill a void that the new Star Trek Discovery show isn't going to fill. Because the way that's looking, it's going to be dark as fuck. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. And we will and, have to wait. And that's and the thing
0: is, is like, you know, I, I heard like, you know, people were saying like, oh, well, it seems to be kind of a little bit of a parody of Star Trek. And even he... I think one of the producers said they kind of they go after the first episode we kind of lay off that, you know. And I was like, yeah, because you can only go so far as being a parody, you know. Yeah, and
1: they probably they throw a few things in there in the first episode and stuff. But here's my thing: is that I haven't read the reviews because I want this show to do well, and I don't really want to be affected by negativity. Because a lot of times you'll see things that get reviewed poorly, and and it, it isn't the case. It's just something different. So cuz um there was a show that i watch Rick and Morty it's a completely different show mm-hmm. um it's an animated show on Adult Swim everyone loves this show like it, and it's a great show it's animated so you got to get over that hump but it's it's basically it's it's Marty and Doc right but it's it's a parody of, it you could say it's a parody but it's completely different they go to different dimensions and shit but the show is so fucking layered and complex and there's real shit going on and you're just like whoa what the fuck and when that show first came out people were saying it was dumb you know so you kind of got to take, take it with a grain of salt so I always like to watch the first episode of something that I feel I could really get into before I read what everyone else hates about it because you never know some of the, sometimes that negati- negative shit can get into your subconscious Oh, yeah. oh yeah. And then, yeah, and then you start feeling some kind of way and you're like oh fuck you know <laughs> God, now i got to um, jerk off. Shit. <laughs> right. So the only thing I know is that people are like, oh, it's just like Star Trek. And you know what? That's not a negative for me. Please, please parody Star Trek as yeah. much as you possibly can. Right. So I can see it all. I
0: just want to see a Riker link. That's what i got to
1: see. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. I I wouldn't mind seeing old people from the Star Trek shows come on guest appearances. You know that, that would they, eventually they happen. They won't do that.
0: No, they could. That'll eventually happen because, you know, McFarland's kind of like, you know, whatever. But they've already finished the first season from what I've heard. So I, I'm assuming it's only like 13 episodes. So, you know, I because I was always wondering like how long is that episode? How long is the series going to be? Because you know he's got like Family Guy and you know and and um, American Dad and Seth
1: MacFarlane is super busy. Yeah. Like he's always plus
0: busy. he's always touring. Like he's saying he has his own little like concert tour and fucker can sing awesomely too. But yeah, yeah. All right. Well, our main topic this week will be about internet browsers. But before that. Let's head up to some headlines.
1: Jazz hands, <laughs> right? Oh. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, in in entertainment news this week, last month Disney plans uh, announced plans to launch their own streaming service that would back out of their deal with Netflix, with the plan of launching that service in late two thousand nineteen. Disney CEO Bob Iger told a group that uh, uh, at the Bank of America Merrill Lynch 2017 Media Communication and Entertainment Conference in Los Angeles on Thursday, it will start with Marvel and Star Wars movies. Quote, It will have the entire output of the studio, animation, live action at Disney, including Pixar, Star Wars, and all the Marvel films, Iger said. The Disney-branded app will also include around four to five original TV series, and studios will produce three to four TV movies for a direct-to-consumer offering, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Quote, You have to think of the Disney app as a traditional S-V-O-D service, Iger told investors without specifying a monthly fee for what he added was a quote, treasure trove, end quote, of Disney-branded content. uh, Netflix has made it known that it is negotiating with Disney to try to keep their deal together, but odds are not looking good uh, when they will not... uh, are not looking <laughs> are not looking good that they will not bring in everything to their ad free streaming service although it would seem that the Netflix Marvel content will remain in place based on other reports Compared to other studios in Hollywood, Disney is the biggest studio that could implement this and succeed at it. We mentioned this in a previous podcast. Uh, with all the various properties it owns and its own animation department would be a treasure trove for anyone in the streaming audience. Plus, with them doing original content, if anyone could beat Netflix at their own game, it would be Disney. Um. Yeah, I'm
1: just i don't know i said it before like if the price is right and they have all the disney stuff on it okay yeah but i'm just how much fucking streaming services do i need to have
0: well you know this is funny because like everybody complained about wanting to have a la carte you know we want to be able to pay for what we you know what we want here you go
1: that's the problem is is this is the negative side of a la carte right is that the shit you want is spread out over (laughs) fucking five different things but i mean it's still cool like disney fans will get it it's right. it's not like it's not going to do even well
0: non-disney fans i think because you'll have enough in there like it's like well they got all the marvel and star wars shit and then and to to, to be honest having star wars available on streaming even if you're going with like prequels and the original all of star wars content on that
1: yeah. that would get a lot of people but if they play that fucking it's in the vault bullshit <laughs> i'm not even gonna participate <laughs> like, i'm so sick of that like it was cutesy when we were buying the fucking VHS tapes and shit. What are you talking but about? You still a... buy, buying the VHS tapes? Not staying like... in the vault of Goodwill, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I got that key for that lock, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But um, yeah, I mean, it, it can be, it can be dope. It's just like fuck. Like I have three streaming services now. That's not including the music streaming service that I pay for. See, you're done with um, on that one. No, I'm not done with that. I use it all the fucking time. And I have the family plan. Everybody in the... It's uh, me, Samantha, and my wife. My oldest daughter and my wife. And we use it constantly. So it's, we're getting a bang for the buck. And you know, there's nothing wrong with that. And I also get... Um, well, I mean, I get YouTube Red with it, but... I, I don't... <laughs> I, I, YouTube has dumb shows. <laughs> like the, the, only thing, the only thing I watched from YouTube Red was uh, that Laser Team movie it was pretty funny like it it was cool but i watched it and i'm done you know (laughs) the only the cool thing is is i can i can listen to music on youtube and close the app so that's cool like it doesn't stop but i also have a music streaming so it's just a weird combo is, is what i'm saying um but i have um i have netflix hulu no i have four streaming services i have no i don't no i don't anymore Adam Netflix. doesn't know I, what he has right now. <laughs> I have Netflix I'm and I have I have the, the most expensive Netflix. The one that you 4K? Can, with the most amount of TVs. No, no, then no. I don't have the four K <laughs> one. I have the one with the most amount of TVs though.
0: I'm paying for in the four K in case <laughs> I get the four K.
1: <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And then I have Hulu, but I have Hulu with Hulu T V. And we use my family uses that constantly. I use it sometimes. Um and then I have just because we have Prime for shipping, I have uh, Amazon streaming, which I never use. So, no, I used it uh, yesterday to watch the Star Trek episode. Mm. I don't know why, because I could have watched it on Netflix. Netflix. I was going to say it was on Netflix. Whatever. I had Hulu open. <laughs> Fucking gotta um, be
0: different. Always gotta be different. Dare to be stupid.
1: <laughs> um,
0: You're using Netflix? Fuck you. I'm using Amazon, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Flip. <laughs> uh,
1: Anyways. Uh, Stephen King's It. Uh, has had quite the successful thursday night showing and doing very well um the horror film grossed an impressive 13.5 million on opening night and i guess that's impressive
2: mm-hmm.
1: um for a non-comic book movie because that's how we separate things now yeah non-comic book slash disney movie because disney movies pull too
0: yeah like but that the that
1: fucking is- frozen movie made some money yeah
0: but the thing is, is it's, it's just stupid it's like we just have a big... Right? Why do we have to... We know those comic book movies and Disney movies. Those are tentpole movies. They're designed to do that. This wasn't, they're designed to make money. They're designed to make those that money.
1: This one... Oh, yeah. So $13.5 13. is impressive as fuck for a horror movie. Yeah. Um, this is the third highest Thursday night showing in 2017, coming in behind only Guardians of the Galaxy and Beauty and the Beast. Um. <laughs> The latter of which crossed the 1 billion mark. Um, So Beauty and the Beast crossed 1 billion? Mm -hmm. I watched that and I was. I mean, it was all right. I haven't watched it. 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 It (laughs) now has the largest opening of any horror movie. September release, R rated film, and any Stephen King film adaptation. Paranormal Activity 3 previously held the record for biggest preview night for a horror film, having made 8 million in 2011. Ahead of its fifty-two point five million total, um, as reported last night—or shit, as reported last month—it is expected to gross upward of fifty million USD during its first weekend at the domestic box office. Yeah, it shattered uh, that. Yeah, I did a. I um, did a. What was the total? I forget. I did the
0: re- report today on the website, lazykicks.com. and oh. um, it technically right now they're saying it's a hundred and fifteen million. But they're saying that after everything, it could actually bump up to 120 to 125 million its opening weekend.
1: Well, because the thing is, is horror movies, if they can hit, people will see them multiple times. Well, because they'll go with their friends and shit.
0: Yeah, because the thing with this, though, the thing with it is that it was a television, uh, it originally was adapted for television, which freak the fuck out of everything. And it was told differently than the way they did this movie. Because in the the, the adaptation they did for television, it was the adults and then it was the, the it was going into flashbacks. Here they're just telling the original story and then the sequel's supposed to deal with the, the
1: adults. Well to be honest so if you think about it, the original one was on network television. Right. So they probably couldn't put children in that kind of gruesome. Danger.
0: And the thing and the thing is though is that it was still scary as fuck. Um, back then but now you have a story that hasn't been done that hasn't really been done in a movie form and also you have it's not a sequel it's not a it, and technically it isn't even a reboot because it's it's, It's a
1: retelling if anything
0: and and that is even loose because it's like it's a different medium altogether
1: you know but what my question is what is closest to the book the show or the movie um that's what i want to know
0: i think i would have to say i think the the movie is closer to the book
1: because was the book was the book doing flashbacks or was the book I, just the kids i don't you know what i never,
0: re- I never read i never i never read it either i, I don't read, read
1: horror book. books but um anyway and <laughs> we're fucking getting, going off the rail, right um and above 50 million debut would make it uh the best opening ever for a movie based on King's work as well as the biggest um, September debut of all time. Yeah. And it did. Um, September's current record holder is Hotel Transylvania 2 <laughs> at $48 million. Um, That was a cute movie. I liked mm-hmm. it. Um, so here's the thing. And I was talking – this real quick. I was talking to people at work, and they were like, oh, whatever. It's just a killer clown movie. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> so that's the thing is that this is actually an extremely unique character, yeah. especially nowadays. So at f- face value, you're like, oh, and it's just a – Clown you can kill her clowns from outer space. <laughs> <Stupid> <laughs> right. But it's he's not a clown. Like there's a deeper story going yeah. on. And it, it's it's actually really interesting. And I hadn't seen the it TV series for a very long time. And when I saw it I was a child. Um so I wanted to refresh my memory and I went up to uh you know, the Wikipedias and stuff. I, thought
0: you were like, I went to the goodwill to see if they have it on DHA. <laughs> <laughs> they probably do. They probably do, yeah.
1: Um and it was it was it's deep like it goes it goes deep like because you could say a lot about stephen king's work but that motherfucker puts work in like yeah. he churns out books like it's intense and most of them are fucking best sellers yeah you know so it's um he is the horror king like there's no i saw what you did there thank you yeah <laughs> there's no um if ands or buts about it but this uh what's his last name scare scaragard Scar- or oh Scarsgard the viking dude mm-hmm. um he looks creepy <laughs> as fuck bro like i'm looking at the picture right now if you could so it's a, a thing from ign and i and you know ign was like, fucking autoplay videos at the top and i pause it and it's just him <laughs> in the dock smiling and i'm like bro i gotta scroll down i, I can't I, have, I can't be looking I at have this
0: pe- <laughs> picture i have i think in the two articles i did for it I do have Skarsgård in as uh, Pennywise in one of the feature pictures, so you want to freak out? I looked at that and I was like, "It's looking at me." <laughs>
1: it's well, like... my wife, my wife's super excited because um, she has movie night with her cousins, well, our cousins, um, and they're a little older and stuff. One of them's twenty, and they always watch horror movies. They watch bad horror movies, um, and I do not like. We've already had this conversation right. in this podcast. I don't like simplistic bullshit, so I can't. the problem is is i've tried to stay down there and i don't make fun i i i make comments like i don't even know i'm doing it like i'll make jokes and shit and it's annoying them because they're terrified right and i'm just sitting there like jump scares i'm like what happened like (laughs) i don't even care you know so i told my wife i'll watch this one and she's like really and i'm like oh yeah i'll I'll watch it it's fucking it you know (laughs) i said and i need i can't watch it alone so <laughs> I was like, yeah, of course I'm going to watch this. this. is a classic character, you know, something like that. Because the last horror movie I watched with her was um, like it, in earnest, you know, not just casually laying there and reading a book, right. was the reboot of um, Friday the 13th mm-hmm. for the same reason. Right. You know what I mean? And I actually dug that. I wish they'd make another one. Um, but yeah, I'll watch this shit. I'm <laughs> Go sleep right that night, because right? <laughs> I saw they have online. If you if you don't mind it spoiling it a little bit, they they do have the entire floating boat scene. Oh yeah, yeah. Online, like you could like kind of like a trailer, but it's the whole scene and, and the conversation is there and his voice, bro. Like it's too much. Yeah. Like I was like, fuck.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. Well, moving on into gaming news and speaking of kind of a classic game right here. Rocks, uh, according to Polygon, Rockstar Games will re-release L.A. Noir, the developer's yes. 2011 detective adventure game d- set during the 1940s for the Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One this November, the company announced last week. Rockstar will also release its first virtual reality title based on the game L.A. Noir, the VR case files for HTC Vive. That would be interesting if you're doing yeah. like the detective work and you're doing that virtual reality that would be kind of cool the nintendo switch version of la noir will include the original game its downloadable content plus console specific features the switch will feature gyroscopic gesture based controls and hd rumble oh my god i oh no you remember that from like uh, yeah (laughs) what was it the 64 (laughs) (laughs) Uh, as well as quote new wide and over the shoulder camera angles plus um, textual touch screen controls for portable device work, Rockstar said. The versions of L.A. Noir for the PS4 and Xbox One, which also include the original game, all downloadable content boost their own, Im- boost their own improvements, enhanced lighting and clouds, new cinegraf- um, cinematic camera angles and high resolution textures rockstar is also supporting 4k resolution for la noir on the playstation 4 pro and xbox one x the developer's htc vive title will include seven self-contained cases from the original la noir quote rebuilt specifically for virtual reality la noir for the nintendo switch playstation 4 and xbox one as the as well as the uh vr is slated for or to arrive um to arrive on november 14th the original la noir was released on uh playstation 3 xbox 360 in may 2011 to critical acclaim and a pc version was released later that year i liked this game i love this game when it came oh, out
1: la noir is a beautiful game. Not, game. game not a quick game not a quick game definitely not but that's what's cool about it yeah. Like it, it really kept true to the simulation you know what i mean yeah. and and it's if you if you've never heard of this game and i'm not talking about steve because <laughs> i know steve's about that life but i still it's, I have it's my done, playstation 3 version <laughs> right it's done in the same um Engine is Grand Theft Auto. Right. However, you are a police officer, so you can't just go around doing whatever. Well, the
0: fuck yeah, you, want. you start as a police officer and then you move up to detective, and you yeah, you get detective. Prom- you get, yeah, you, yeah, you go up along the lines.
1: It's really fucking well done, and it's it's on the same vein. Like, yes, Grand Theft Auto is the money maker. Grand Theft Auto is 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 the big the big fucking cheese when it comes to Rockstar games. But Ellie Noir, and a little bit, obviously, better known. um the uh Red Dead Redemption right the two they're both done in the same engine they're just so fucking well done and the cool like the, they're the, beautiful the
0: thing with Eleanorlinoir it is it was kind of it was resource heavy
1: like it, it, it yeah it, it, it re- there was some stuttering yeah and there stuff was some, a little bit but
0: now on the new systems that thing should run like a champ that should run bro. like a champ because i remember i think it wasn't at the xbox 360 that it had a two discer, yeah. wasn't it, it a two discer. yeah <laughs> it was two disc
1: because the the ps3 had blu-ray and yeah. the, the xbox didn't it just used normal dvds um or whatever their fucking format was but it was that size yeah um and yeah it was it actually ran better on the ps3 too i think yeah but there was because I had the Xbox version, and it was you know there was a few times where it was kind of oh shit yeah. But there <laughs> were there were
0: still sometimes on the PlayStation Three where it, it, it you did run into that, but it was still such a great game. But it was one of those games that you couldn't just like well I'm just going to play for like ten minutes couldn't do man. that couldn't do that
1: three hours later yeah.
0: i think we even mentioned i think in one of the older podcasts that we had we talked about that like it's not a game that you because i feel like we've talked about this before where it's, yeah we have it's like yeah it's not one of those games like i'm gonna play 10 minutes it's like no you're gonna devote a night to this game because we were
1: both because when it came out we were both into it yeah because because you had it for the ps3 and i had it for my xbox
0: yeah <laughs>
1: yeah and i got that Please insert disc, too. I felt like I was fucking playing Metal Gear Solid. I was like, Jesus Christ.
0: Or when you had those old two disk or DVDs. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You're
0: like, what What happened? Why'd the movie stop? Oh, got to change the disc. Or flip it. The flippers.
1: Remember the flippers? Yeah. So, this article comes from the mouth of babes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, this is from Steve from the LazyGeeks.com. When the Call of Duty franchise first started, it was a first-person shooter that focused on World War II stories. Eventually, they began to move into modern uh, modern and more futuristic stories. While last year's Infinite Warfare managed to underperform based on their expectations, the upcoming um, World War II will be taking the story back to its roots. Game Informer posed a question that is rather interesting. Is this a one-off? In their interview with Activision CEO Eric Hertzberg, uh he had this to say about the upcoming game and the status of the franchise quote well you know I can't reveal things on the slate that are what on the slate that are several years off he said but no I don't necessarily see it as a one off I think that World War II and historical settings more broadly are very rich territory and i think there's every possibility that um that could become an area i know it's grammatically okay but i hate when that and that are next to each other <laughs> it bugs me um possibility that that could become an area that we explore more than once he did state that they moved the game into modern day and then future into the then further into the future because of player fatigue uh which seems to have come back around with all the futuristic versions of the game. Herzberg said in the interview that we might have had one more future game that we needed. Laughs, referring to Infinite Warfare. No, we didn't. <laughs> um, not to make any comment on the quality of the game from last year, but I think that while there were a lot of innovations and a lot of fun new things that players get to do, it was one future game too many, admittedly. Um, A few years ago, Activision commissioned three separate companies to develop Call of Duty games so they can release the game on a yearly schedule. The same company that knows how to bury a franchise into the ground could dedicate each company to a different timeline. Unfortunately, they do not want to alienate a specific section of players to every two-year releases. Actually, that's a great idea. Have each one dedicate to a different timeline. Yeah, because they have like Um, Sledgehammer
0: and, you know, the three different groups doing that. And I thought, well, why don't you just have one dedicated to a timeline and then just like, okay, we have this year it's the World War II. Next year it's, you know, whatever, you know, World War I or something like that. And then the other one could be like modern warfare kind of stuff. And then it kind of it gives that rotating so then you can have people just kind of, you know, get something new and not have to be. All futuristic stuff. Oh, now we have all World War Two stuff. And it's just.
1: Yeah, because you're creating the, your own fatigue. Yeah. Because you keep doing the same shit.
0: Yeah. And Hertzberg does that. And, and oh, man, I should get Patrick on the podcast and mention Hertzberg. He just he just goes, oh, like every time I mention his name, there's just. Well, it's there's, true there's, because there's
1: he sigh. does it. He, he he not only does it, but he acknowledges that he does it. He acknowledges it's a problem. And then he keeps fucking doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's the, he's
0: he's li- he's the living embodiment of the definition of insanity.
1: Exactly, but here's the thing: is he's right. This isn't a one-off. If it's successful, they'll make another World War II game, and if that one's successful, they'll make another World War II game. Exactly. Until we're all like, if I have to fight in World War II one more time, I'm going to shoot myself. You know, it's, I'm going it's, to take it's that gonna luger and I'm going to shoot myself with it. Well, not only that, but there. I mean, I'm not trying to glorify war here, but if you're making a game, a historical war game the 20th century alone <laughs> yeah. has plenty of wars that you can pick from
2: yeah
1: um the we you could even go more modern do desert storm or something that's old enough now
2: yeah
1: you know just something just do war something on drugs yeah the <laughs> war on drugs the war on weed <laughs> yeah. specifically call it reefer man call of <laughs> duty reefer <or> man <laughs> i would love to see the call of duty franchise too because the end the call of Duty engine is solid oh yeah i would love them to see see him do something a little different like maybe a swat kind of game or or a, be a be a fucking na-na, yeah na-na-na. be like a police officer just some crazy shit yeah. you know what i mean like battlefield did it oh yeah Bad, hardline hardline was dope. Yeah. hardline was a dope fucking game i love how you could flap your fucking badge. I go freeze, yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes people would do it. And then if you made them hold too long, they'd be like "fuck you," and they go to get the gun. Hardline was super dope, and that's on the uh, that E that EA fucking. Mm-hmm streaming service. Yeah, yeah. EA Access.
0: Brought to you by EA Access. (laughs) Brought to you by EA Access. (laughs) Yeah, no, it'd be funny. It'd be like going, dude, yeah, EA Access, you have some of the badass shit on there. Oh, yeah. And this episode is brought to you by PlayStation Now. (laughs) (laughs) These Uh, motherfuckers. (laughs) I'm not sure that's how we wanted it to work. (laughs) Motherfucker, that's how it's going to (laughs) work. Uh... All right, moving on into comic news. Uh, Legendary comic book creator Walt Simonson will return to the adventures of The Mighty Thor for the character's upcoming Back to Basics revival as part of Marvel Legacy Publishing Initiative. Simonson will pencil a story for Thor 700 due to hit stores on Wednesday, October 18th. Uh, Marvel Comics uh, Editor-in-Chief Axel Alonso I always fuck up his name. Shared a glimpse of Simonson's contribution to the late um, to the issue in a post on Twitter revealing the page that Simonson's pencil for his story, longtime mighty Thor scribe Jason Aaron, echoed the announcement in a subsequent tweet confirming that he's writing the story for Simonson to draw. Uh Simonson was of course responsible for writing and drawing one of the most beloved runs of Thor from 1983 to 1987 Over the course of his run he introduced a fan favorite Better Ray bill and countless other elements to the mythos that would go on to influence the upcoming Thor Ragnarok So yeah, and if you haven't heard the part of the initiative is um, Yeah, they're going back to the original number scheme, which seems that it looks like the mighty Thor will be returning.
1: Yeah. So,
0: which, if there was any doubt, you should really have. So basically,
1: Marvel's going to do what they always do: is they have a main run, and then they skew, and then they come back. Right. Why are we shocked? Yeah. Like everybody does. It. You should. O- you should always know that's going to happen. Oh yeah. Like let's try something new. Oh, and before you guys get tired of it, bam! Right back to the, <laughs> right. right back to the comfort zone. <laughs> Running through the comfort zone. <laughs> anyway.
2: Door. <laughs> <laughs> Steve. Yes. Many fans
1: of the 1988 action film. I'm buying Die this by hard. the way. I am, too, <laughs> argue that the classic movie, which takes place on Christmas Eve, is a Christmas movie. There's no argument. It, it is, a is a Christmas movie.
0: movie. Jesus.
1: Like, I don't know why there's a fucking argument.
0: Because people it's are like, it's best not, not a movie.
1: Christmas movie. It's... No, it fucking
0: takes place at Christmas the time. The two
1: greatest. <laughs> no, the three greatest. We'll do three. The three greatest Christmas movies. The original Die Hard. A Chris... Not a Christmas story. Fuck that movie. Um, That Vacation movie. <laughs> Christmas Vacation, yes. Christmas Vacation. And the Santa Claus. I'm going to throw that in because I love that fucking movie. All right, <laughs> I love the Santa Claus. It, it's dope, the first one. The other ones were kind of weird. Um, <laughs> a new storybook from comedian Doogie Horner uh, and illustrator J.J. Harrison looks to capitalize on the debate by retelling the film's story and the style of The Night Before Christmas. Um, <laughs> a die had Christmas... The illustrated holiday classic hits shelves on October 17, 2017. The synopsis is as follows. All John McClane wants for Christmas <laughs> is to reunite with his estranged family. But when his wife's office holiday party turns into a deadly hostage situation, he has to save her life before he can get home in time for Christmas. The unconventional fan favorite movie Die Hard. It's not unconventional it's not to like Die Hard. No. Stop it is now an illustrated storybook complete with machine guns, European terrorists, and a cop who's forced to rely on all his cunning and skills and the help of a fellow officer to save the day. Based on the classic Night Before Christmas poem and filled with whimsical illustrations, this cleverly reimagined homage is destined to become a holiday classic. And the cover is just... Originally titled A Visit from Saint Nicholas, the poem, more commonly known as The Night Before Christmas, was first published in eighteen twenty three, anonymously before uh, Clement Clark Moore took credit for it in eighteen thirty-seven. Because it started making money, you'll be like, Oh no, I wrote that shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, there <right>. have already <laughs> there have already been five movies in the Die Had franchise. The sixth film, Die Had Year One, is an early production and does not have a release date. There are few concrete details about the plot. But it will be a prequel and a sequel. What? With Bruce Willis uh expected to return as John McClane. Uh I don't even fuck. I know people were talking shit about the latest Die Hard movie. I loved it. I love every fucking Die Hard movie. Yeah. If it's got John McClain in it,
0: yeah, I'm down. I, I had an issue with it. I just it just I didn't like it. I don't care. Patrick. Down. Oh my god, Patrick who loves diehard. He it made him angry. We got angry, Pat. Was it the best?
1: No. Oh. Was it not a very good movie? No, but I still I just like John McClane. That's it. Oh man, yeah. I well, think I, the, what, what I saw. What's on, his name uh, was annoying in it. Um, the hacker kid.
0: Oh no no no! That's not the last one.
1: Oh, then I haven't seen the last. Yeah, one. Yeah,
0: the last one was when he went and, and uh, went to Russia with his son to look for his son.
1: I haven't seen that one. That was the bad one.
0: No, I, I the other one was actually pretty cool. I I kind of dug that one. Um, but yeah, no, the, the last one Which was that, that one with He went to Jai Courtney Plays the Son Was just, bad.
1: It was nah, bad I didn't even know that existed Yeah, to be honest with it. Yeah, I'm
0: sorry Sorry I had to break it to <laughs> you <laughs> But yeah, when I saw this book I was like, oh my god I went on Facebook and I tagged Peter, Amador, and Patrick Because <laughs> we all went to go see Die Hard for Christmas <laughs> So it's like uh, But yeah, so that that's definitely Going to be a book I'm going to get Maybe, 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 if you guys are lucky, for our Christmas episode, I'll do a holiday reading.
1: I'll read the fucking thing.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll trade off. We will. <laughs> do holiday reading of a diehard before Christmas. <laughs> All right, moving on into technology news. Now, before I jump on this, I'm reading this from The Verge. If you read the article from CNET, that was total clickbait. I hated that. I saw that and I was like,
1: oh my God. From CNET?
0: Right, I know, huh?
1: Jesus Christ.
0: The aging Google Drive app for desktop is officially depreciated as of today. Uh, This was last week. Uh, um, Google announced on its blog post, support will cut off on December 11th, and the app will shut down completely on March 12th, 2018. Users who are still running the Drive app will start seeing notifications in October that it is, quote unquote, going away. And the company will steer customers toward one of two replacements, depending on whether they're a consumer or business user. Google Drive, the service, isn't going anywhere. You will still be able to access it from the web, smartphone apps, and either of the software options mentioned below. Google now has two fairly new software tools for backing up your data and/or accessing files in the cloud. They're Backup and Sync. Uh, the all-encompassing consumer app that replaces both the standalone Google Drive and the Google Photos uploader apps. It offers essentially the same functionality as Drive and uh, works much the same way. On the enterprise side, Google has rolled out Drive File Stream which saves space on your local Drive while providing access to, quote, all of your Google Drive files on demand directly from your computer, end quote, as if that had to be told um, huh? it, it is a much more elegant and integrated approach quote say goodbye to time consuming file syncing and any concerns about disk space End quote G- Google says of the benefits that the drives um benefits that the drive stream introduces and it has a little bit of a checklist to see if you know what you get on, on both those packages but um, when I said the clickbait is because on CNET they said Google Drive is shutting down
1: that's the one i first saw yeah and i got caught up in the clickbait yeah
0: i remember i saw that and i and i didn't even read the article i went right into the comments to go clickbait because it's only the and pc
1: th- i read it because there's a part of me that remembers when cnet was a great site for tech news yeah and then someone bought them Right. I forgot who bought them. And it just... uh, Speaking
0: of which, do you remember a time at the internet when you can actually go and like find news and not just five reasons this show sucks, seven reasons why Apple should stop doing this, ten reasons why you are but aren't doing this right? Do you remember when the internet used to not be full of lists?
1: You mean when the internet had um, viable information? Yeah. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah.
0: Cause I was looking, cause I'm looking at, you know, like, uh, blogging sites and stuff like that to apply to. And, um, there was one and like one of them actually literally said looking for a writer for clickbait. And I was like, oh shit. I go, I would do that. I could do that in my sleep. But at the same time, I I wouldn't apply for that on principle.
1: Yeah. Uh, You wouldn't be able to sleep at night. Yeah, I know. I mean, no. Uh, Imagine if you wrote a clickbait and I got caught by it. I would fucking, (laughs) I would end your life. I would show up at your doorstep.
0: Because my clickbait would be so believable. Like, it would be... Uh, I'd be like,
1: oh shit, let me click on this. And then be like, fucking clickbait, who wrote this? <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: uh, and the other ones were like, yeah, if you're, you, you know, to make uh, relevant lists, list blogs. And I was like, first of all, when are list blogs relevant? like do they even have traction like i like you see on cbr all the time five you know five marvel heroes that should have their own movies but don't it's like who the fuck cares
1: it's like right
0: <laughs>
1: i don't know it's just and it's constant yeah and facebook is trying but the problem is is people want to see it yeah the majority of people want to read lists and it because it's easy and
0: it 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 demotivates me to actually write news for the site because, like, yeah. I don't have lists. I don't have that shit. It's like, you know, it's like, is there, is, would anybody read this? I mean, people are, and it seems to be tracking fairly well. So it's like, I guess so, but it's still, it's like, fuck.
1: Fuck these people. I don't know, man. Fuck the. Fuck. Fuck it. <laughs> hack the planet.
0: 911's joke, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, this is again from. Steve on thelazygeeks.com. It would seem that something Apple brought to the mainstream will be missing in the redesigned iPhone, according to the Wall Street Journal. It has been rumored that Apple was looking to ditch the fingerprint sensor for facial recognition. As rumors go, it, be, it began to circulate that the Touch ID will not appear on the front of the device. According to the new report, it looks like it will be missing altogether. Wall Street Journal claims that Apple ran into production issues trying to embed the touch id into the new screen apple is reportedly using an oled screen oled as some people like to say um which combined with other technical issues would have pushed the production of the device back by a month so you can either use facial recognition or base basically traditionally unlock your device with all of that being said Um, Those delays would mean supply shortages for the redesigned iPhone, which there's already going to be, so whatever. (laughs) Now, how that works out in the real world remains to be seen. Shortages could go from anywhere from limited supply for a few weeks to certain colors only being offered. Other views express uh, that we could see the iPhone released later than expected. They could even be released later than the updated iPhone 7 and 7 Plus. Um, some believe that wait a minute it, the is the iPhone 8 coming out before the 7 plus
0: the, the, well it kind of start it changed over the weekend or the s or whatever. When I when I wrote I think I wrote that late last week but over the weekend there is rumor going around because somebody went into the firmware like the final firmware for um, iOS 11 and it looks like the they're gonna ditch the 7s. And go straight to the eight, and then the, the the higher end iPhone, which you know they talk about, you know the 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 real the what the thousand dollar one. one it's supposed to be the iPhone X, meaning ten years, the ten year anniversary oh, one.
1: I I just remembered why I don't follow iPhone. <laughs> Um
0: <laughs> But it should have been technically the 7S, and then the higher one everybody was suspecting would be the
1: eight. But some believe that it could have an impact on the holiday season. Which Apple tends to see an uptick in sales for the um, during that time. In the end, shortages are nothing new to Apple or any manufacturer for that matter. Samsung decides to move the fingerprint sensor to the back of a device, which I find more convenient. I also do too. As the Touch ID, as for the Touch ID, Steve uses on his iPad, um, Apple could take a cue from that. But everyone knows they will not. They will not because everyone will tell them. And I kind of agree with Apple. everyone will say you're copying Samsung. Right. It's a constant war of Samsung's copying Apple. Apple's copying, copying Samsung, Samsung. Yeah. So they have to. Sometimes the best idea isn't done because <laughs> they don't. They don't want to look like the other guy. Because I on my um Samsung, eight plus. That fingerprint sensor on the back is legit as fuck. Oh yeah, I have no issue finding it. Yeah, as soon as I, I don't even think about, it, I just pick up my phone and my finger just slides right there and I unlock my shit. Yeah, and and Samsung has facial recognition too. Never used it. Yeah, because I don't want to sit there looking like a fucking dweeb Wait, trying to unlock like, my
0: phone. Like I saw like facial recognition, I was like, going, yeah, but how good is it? Because Samsung's is weird, and I'm assuming Apple's is probably not going to be that much better. You know?
1: Well, the thing, the problem with it is you have to be in a lit room yeah so okay you're in a lit room what if you're not what if you're in a movie theater what if you're in your room your house you know is it gonna throw a flash at my eye i guarantee you i ain't gonna like that you know so if, <laughs> if you're gonna have that like uh, face yeah. And i was asking this question to, to this diehard iphone person at work like yeah but in those times you just use the fingerprint sensor this is before this rumor and i go but then why don't I just always use the fingerprint sensor? I'm like, well, because the facial recognition thing is cool, and I'm like, I don't fucking care about how cool it is. I'm just trying to get in my phone. Yeah, I mean, it's
0: it's. I mean, I have so much more ease getting into the into my Samsung phone with the the fingerprint on the back, and then kind of where I have to twist my wrist into a weird position to just unlock it on my iPad. You know, it's like it's right. it's one of those where it's like you know, it just it's just it just seems. Like the reason why it's an issue is because they haven't found a way to do it. Because that's why, and I guarantee you, that's why Samsung put it on the back,
1: because they didn't find. Yeah, a way and into. and you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like if they can't figure it out and they don't want to put out something half assed hey, more power to Apple.
0: Yeah, and you it, it and I mean? it, it fits in the way your hand holds the device. Like this
1: isn't the new the new iPhone. It's not gonna have a button, right? Mm-mm. Okay, yeah. So. Um, I mean, and but we'll find out tomorrow my phone doesn't, or Tuesday. My afternoon. phone doesn't have a button. Yeah. I mean, you'll find out and you'll tell me about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, don't I I I I try to follow Apple, but I'm so detached from it that I sometimes I don't know what they're talking about. Like there, there's certain verbal cues that Apple uses and I'll see Apple fans. And say, oh, and I'm like, what? What happened? I don't get it. <laughs> Because I've never had an Apple device in my life. You know, so you iPod? I, I don't know.
0: When Apple T V, didn't you? Or no, you bought the Apple
1: TV. No, store. I bought but that I for my. Sister a, I thought
0: you had an iPod.
1: Didn't you? I had didn't you... a half broken iPod that was like four generations back because I found it. Yeah,
0: so you had a iPad, a, okay, an iPad. Okay, so Apple yeah, device. I had that. I yeah. had
1: that. Sure. <laughs>
0: IPODs do count.
1: <laughs> and it was the it was the one with the spinny wheel on it.
0: Yeah the old school legit Damn. one
1: yeah that was those were bad acts. dude
0: those things could fucking take a beating man
1: fuck yeah they could yeah. and there was there was nothing wrong with those <laughs> then they went to that touch shit and i'm like i might as well just buy a phone yeah exactly so
0: all right so that brings us to the end of the headlines um mm. So Adam and I actually had a totally different topic for this week's show.
1: And it, you know what's funny is this this current topic, and I just realized this this came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Like we were just talking about shit that we were dealing with. Right. we were like, fuck it, we should talk about this on the show. <laughs> exactly. I don't even remember what the original topic was. It was
0: because I said that I was um that I was I was getting annoyed with with Chrome. And then I was gonna try uh I, and you're and you were like yeah is it running glitchy on you and i was saying yeah so i ended up switching to firefox oh no no i was gonna try edge
1: and then yeah because the, the creator update just dropped right
0: and you were like i go i'm gonna give edge a shot and see how it looks and then you were like yeah you know what i should give it too and then like a day later we switched over to firefox and then like we were talking about uh, and then just for shits and giggles we, we did opera and then we were like yeah we were talking about it back and forth. i'm like You know, we should just talk about this on the show because, you know, we kind of had the same kind of experience and we both did it pretty much on the
1: fly. Oh, no, hold on. I want to make sure this is said before we get into this. I said, because we were talking about, we were like, oh, we should try all three. And and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to try opera too so we can get all of them. And Steve's reply was, (laughs) L O L. Remember that for when we talk at the end.
0: Uh, That's all I'm saying. I just want everybody to know Opera is shit. Don't even bother with it. <laughs> don't lie to me. <laughs> so, um, so we're going to talk about br- browsers. Now, everybody talks about browsers or, browsers or has talked about browsers. Um,
1: but The only browser we're not discussing is Safari because we don't have Apple devices, nor does anyone use Safari <laughs> on their Apple devices. I, I,
0: Be honest. I shared a story today that... Um, uh, Spotify is no longer supporting their web player on Safari and I had said I go and then I had said in the share like and if you're using Safari the hell is wrong
1: with you <laughs> Safari <laughs> is Apple's fucking Internet Explorer yeah. nobody uses it yeah you use it Oh, we're, I guess we're not discussing the classic Internet Explorer <laughs> yeah
0: we're not Yeah, because
1: let's be honest because Microsoft doesn't want you to use that one right so and, it's and,
0: and to be honest it's, it hasn't really changed since <laughs> no 10 <laughs>
1: Did you use it Explorer explore five years ago? That's that's what it's like right now.
0: It may the color scheme may have changed a little bit, but it's the same thing. Looks exactly (laughs) the same. Uh, So, here's a little backstory on it. So, um, I've been working on Chrome for a long time, and you know, and I I think you were too, right? You've been pretty much using Chrome. Chrome, and it started kind of really irritating the fuck out of me because it was running shitty on Facebook. Um, I was having issues where it was just like being glitchy. And this is the longest that I had gone with Chrome, because usually back in the day, and I think you probably hear this in a podcast like a couple years ago, you would always hear Adam and I always talking about how we changed browsers. And it was always between Chrome, Firefox, and
1: then- I, I would dip into Opera, but you I,
0: I did once, I think I did once or twice, but the thing was is Opera didn't run well with all sites yeah and as we were talking about it i um at at, at my old job they were like um because with our interface they wanted everybody they like well they wanted me to they go well what browsers do you have i go well i have um chrome i have edge oh no i didn't have edge i had internet explorer i go and i think that's it and they're like well you should have the other ones i go firefox and they go yeah you should have firefox and i said can i get opera too and they're like yeah sure we can get you opera too i was like oh shit and then like the next day it's like i see the opera logo i'm like ha, they actually put it on there um
1: talking shit because i was yeah
0: because nobody uses very seldom do people use opera let's be honest people are stupid (laughs) but um so in any case i was like i had um looked around and i was thinking like you know what I didn't use – we didn't use Edge before because of um, pop-up blocker was blockers. a
1: fucking hot mess. Well,
0: aside from that, but it didn't have extensions. Oh, yeah, And yeah. so I was like, well, let me see. So, Because I had already reinstalled Windows, so I added an ex- the pop-up blocker extension. And then I was like, all right, well, let me go ahead and import – let me just try it. I'm just going to use it. And I think I told Adam that I was going to try using Edge for a little bit. And then – you were, you know, then asked me why, and I said, well, because Chrome was giving me some shit. He goes, yeah, you know what? I'll try it too. He goes, I'll, I'll be on the same with you. And then he did that, and then we ran into some issues with Edge, and then we went over to Firefox. Because <laughs> I think we both lasted about a day. <laughs> and uh, we'll get into why when we do the breakdown. And then eventually we landed on Opera. Because Adam was like that, and I was like, LOL. And then I was like, well, you know, after I thought about it, and I was making jokes, because that's all I do. Um, but, Steady talking <laughs> shit But then I was like You know um, I was like Well you know It would be good on the show Because if he's doing opera I should just at least Have experience with opera Because it was just I was pretty much settled With Firefox And um, so I was just gonna I'll do opera just to see And wow Was I surprised With how uh, and, and let's be honest You were too You No mean. yeah it's,
1: it's greatly improved <laughs> Yeah Like I always liked opera Because Back in the day I liked opera Because it was weird it was the weird one were they were doing off like firefox and chrome just try to copy each other right um internet explorer never changed (laughs) because they just Uh, they
0: couldn't even copy themselves
1: and opera kind of just we're gonna do our own thing you know what i mean so i kind of dug and sometimes opera did something i didn't like but i liked a lot of their shit the problem was exactly what you said is opera didn't work with a lot of big name sites yeah it just wasn't coded right or whatever and it would you would run into issues yeah
0: and 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 I remember that from last time like going oh, I liked it But there I was running into a lot of issues with sites that I went to and so I was like going uh, and now of course so many years later there's a lot of I don't have to use the internet in my browser for as much as I had to before because now I have apps and I can go into those apps and do a lot of that shit there so pretty much what I'm using the browser I'm doing is for heavy lifting for the shows uh, website design and and podcasts and all that stuff. So I have a very specific criteria of what, you know, what it needs to what it needs to actually do now. And so Adam and I decided to make kind of a pro and con list of each browser, and then kind of give you know, you know, our, our opinion on on each one, and and how it would deal with everybody else. So um, I guess we'll start with Chrome. So what what were your know so what are your pros first
1: my pros for chrome it's got a clean interface Mm -hmm. um nothing really it doesn't it's not in your way right um it's usually fast (laughs) (laughs) if if it's not fucking up um and it's what most people use too so and and that that kind of has its own benefits where it seems to there's always something for chrome going on like app wise and stuff like that um
0: i kind of have the same experience it's it's widely used yes um, which makes it more accessible to things like, you know If you have certain sites that you can go to and I would always say if you're gonna If you end up taking one of our, the browsers that we recommend like I opera or something like that You're gonna have to have Chrome as a backup because they're gonna probably end there because I, I Haven't run into it yet But I'm pretty sure there's something out there that a sign won't be supported before that So you'll probably have to use Chrome as a backup to get into it uh, because everybody designs particularly before it used to be Firefox and internet explorer and now chrome has become you know bigger in that market share um and yeah the uh the customization was always nice i like the customization of um of chrome because you can make it less obtrusive
1: and uh, and it's also yeah.
0: and usually it's relatively fast
1: <laughs> it, the thing with chrome is that it's fast but when it breaks it fucking breaks yeah. like it, it just and facebook was the worst one like we obviously come on every everybody spent some time on facebook it, my biggest gripe with it was is it wouldn't scroll down on messenger windows oh right like it would stop and i'm like what the fuck and it wouldn't let me do it and then it just it wouldn't
0: it took so big- long to load a lot of the times like right. you get like you get the first story and the rest of it just kind of sits there for a second and you have to kind of wait you're like come on this is 2017 we should be we shouldn't be reverting back to you know fucking um uh, dial-up days where you're sitting there going, "Oh, the eyes look good. Ooh, ooh, ooh the nose. The nose is looking right. good." You know.
1: And I would have issues like Chrome is always the worst for me for YouTube videos. There was a lot of times where I would open Edge just to play a YouTube video because Chrome mm. would fuck up. Hmm. Like, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like you, you did kind of,
0: you did say that a lot. Like, you had problems using yeah. um, using video on that. But I never really I never really experienced that issue. I And,
1: I, and obviously, too, I have a custom built computer. I mean, everything's different, yeah. you know what I mean? But that was just an issue that I had.
0: But I, I did have serious lag issues. And eventually, if you ever went into your taskbar, it was always fucking Chrome. Chrome was such a resource drainer.
1: Yeah, and I put that as one of my main cons, too, that... Now, personally, it didn't affect me. I mean, it still is a resource hog, but I have enough resources to cover it. But if you had, like, an older laptop... Which or, I did, which I usually you know, found stuff that, like that. Man. It would fucking... It just eats up everything. Yeah,
0: and a lot of times you'll sit there, and, and, and I had this problem on my laptop. I don't have it on my desktop, because obviously I have more resources for that. But sometimes on my desktop, I'll double-click to open um, Chrome, and then it just sits there, and nothing happens and then right. you go into you know you go and you're like what the fuck come on and you double click it again and then you go into your and there's like four you know four things for Chrome right there and nothing's working so then you kind of have to shut it all down restart it and then you know it'll work so yeah it used to if you have an older PC yeah it definitely fucking it definitely fucking hurt one of the things that it hadn't been an issue as of late but this reminded me of, of the inconsistent updates
1: yeah like you would have you would have a perfectly fine browser and then an update would happen and it would be shit. Yeah. And so And that was why we were switching between the two so much cuz for a while Firefox was doing that too. Right,
0: yeah.
1: You know, it was like fuck man, it's like they're yeah. calling each other. He's, no, it's your turn to fuck up. Yeah, it's like like
0: going, "Hey, we tested your browser. Yeah, you got this uh, you know." <laughs> yeah. Then later next week they're calling them back, saying, "Ah, you fucked up too." Um so, you know, so those, those are those those are the issues with that with with chrome um but keep in mind that the for the issues that we were that we were talking about they're not like they just started this week they've kind of been around for a while but it just got to the point where we just
1: got used to them. yeah
0: and it just got to the point where it seemed like it was getting a little worse and that kind of usually with us it usually has to get to a point where you're just like you know fuck this i'm gonna download something else right um now move on to the firefox what you got for uh, what are your pros for firefox?
1: so some of the pros for firefox the read later thing is really dope yeah um i, I like that because if, if i'm if i'm reading something online or or whatever i can just hit read later and then i can read it on my phone or whatever um it's stable Fire, yeah. I, firefox rarely crashes um if at all. And they really. got
0: they got a lot better. They put a lot more resources as of late into their into yeah. their stuff. Plus they also
1: Firefox used to be the big fucking resource hog. Yeah. It had a memory leak issue for years. Yeah. And they've they've recently did some overhaul um updates and it's it's really looking clean. Another thing too, uh add ons for the mobile. Oh web, shit. Web. uh <laughs> thank you very much. We put the fucking ad blocker on that shit on my phone. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. If you if if you are like me and you fucking hate ads Dude, the um, Firefox mobile, really, really nice. That's what I'm actually using now because you can click on an add-on for that U-Block Origins. <laughs> it's that we, we were talking about that earlier, which Adblock we were using. I was like, yeah, it was, I think it was um, uh, U-Block Origins, and it sounded like a movie. U-Block Origins, Origins. coming this summer. right Um, and it is you have to go in first of all you have to install it obviously and then go into your browser and then go on to um, your add-ons and then you can add it there fuck if you if you you read CBR comic book resources you know what I'm talking about as far as ads and Hollywood Reporter and all of that shit all of that is gone no fucking pop-ups not even the ads in there it just looks like a blog post Which is how it should look, and I remember I told Adam about that, and Adam was like, "Oh shit, I gotta get that, I gotta try that," and I put that on, and oh my god, I put that on my brother's phone too, because it was just like, oh, so it actually makes it more enjoyable to watch. Um, For me, some of the pros was fast, the ad blocker, beauty, Um, customization was nice, Um, and when I talk about customization you know it, it's not it's you know what you're able to put on what you're able to take off how you can even you know use a little theme on your browser that kind of shit I put Snoopy on there because I'm just a kid um, and uh, and I, I like that and plus not to mention some of the other stuff that I can do you know tell it this and, and do that because um, I will get into some of those cons and those other in the other two um, uh, browsers we get into but yeah, I mean, at that particular point, and it, it runs smoothly on a lot of sites. Um, videos seem to run smooth, uh, which I kind of started noticing something in, in Opera last night, and um, so I had to kind of switch over to Firefox for. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, videos run well. I, I haven't had a problem with that. Uh, integration into you know your favorites and stuff like that works well. Uh, yeah, I mean it's just it's just a smooth site. It is a, to me it is a great alternative to Chrome. Uh, what was some of your cons about it?
1: Firefox. Um, I don't know if if you had this issue, but so anytime I get a chance to make something darker, I do it because I, I'm I'm a little sensitive to light. So because you're a YouTube, brother at heart, <laughs> right? When uh when YouTube came up with that dark theme, I was about it. Like that. That's just I enjoy it. For some reason if I turned on the YouTube doc theme in Firefox, I'd give it about ten minutes and the whole screen would go black. Like the whole well, you window. want a dark theme, right? <laughs> yeah, well I want to see the fucking video too. So I, and y- I'd have could, to could
0: you said that to me last night. I tried it on um, when I went on to YouTube, ran a couple of videos. It didn't seem to run an issue, but again, I didn't I wasn't on it for a long period of time.
1: Right. And who knows, different strokes of course, but for me it was it, I it did it four times. You know, and I had I have to close the entire browser, um, and then it is still it is still fairly resource heavy. You know, if you have a lot of tabs open and stuff like that, it's not as bad as Chrome, but yeah. it's still up there. And one thing it does not have smooth scrolling. Like if I'm <laughs> scrolling through something, it's like jittery, and it ugh, it's <laughs> so fucking annoys me. Oh. And that's just how it's rendering the page, really. Right. But.
0: But I think some of that, too, is the fact that because, and, and we use um, uBlock on this, It that could also affect it, I, I believe, in some instances, because it's,
1: it's, it's scanning, it's scanning ads. the
0: ads and blocking them out. And sometimes, because it scans the ads, and I noticed this on a couple of pages, is that it shrinks. So a lot of times, where there's supposed to be ads, it looks just like a blog post. But then if you look at it on a not without the ad blocker, there's like ads and all of these things. So it could be a little bit of that, but again, um, I I I know what you're talking about. I've seen it before, but that's just speculation on my part. For me, a problem that I had was importing
1: favorites. Now it's so ugly on Firefox. It's
0: ugly, but it also didn't work quite as well as it should have. Because yeah. what I had is I had Chrome, and then I had exported my favorites from Chrome into uh, into uh, onto my computer. Now we will be talking we're talking about edge next but i had actually started with edge first before i went to firefox and i had imported um uh, my favorites into edge but then when i downloaded firefox i said import from uh from edge it didn't work like it didn't it, it didn't import anything it said import done and i'm like well where are they like it had nothing there so i actually had to go to the um XTML and Dude, the, old, the old school way import that and then it brought up everything it still was ugly because it brought up everything in a fucking folder you know imported yeah. imported And then you uh, have to marks. sort it out yeah which is which is annoying because then you're like well half of this was supposed to be in the taskbar then you have to sit there and move it all on taskbar that's going to be an issue that we're going to mention in, in edge so um, but yeah so moving on into edge this should be interesting because I'm sure a lot of people are like you actually use it <laughs> well we try Yeah, we try we gave it a shot we actually literally gave it a shot but go go with uh
1: so my pros for because there are pros yes um it is very fast yes uh it's when it's loading things correctly it loads that shit quick as fuck no issue there um i do like the windows integration especially with one note right um it's pretty much ingrained in the system because it is part of the system. smooth scrolling baby you know that scrolling was smooth <laughs> yeah, as fuck yeah and it definitely has a um, a get out of your way feel too you it, and that i mean so do the other ones but i give i give a point to edge on that because internet explorer didn't. <laughs> yeah in so internet my, explorer was all in your face <laughs> microsoft is moving in a direction with that that they should because yeah. the web browser is your portal to what you want to see right it's not supposed to be what you're seeing
0: <laughs> <laughs> and and for me it was the same it was uh it was fast it um smooth worked well with most sites um and then I i just it was the speed like it did fe- it didn't feel very intrusive like it kind of was like we get it you want to look at the internet go for it here have fun
1: it felt like my internet was fast
0: yeah it did yeah it did feel that way I was...
1: but on all these out of all these browsers I have to say chrome was the slowest
0: yeah yeah I ha- so. I, and and you know edge does Boast that they're faster than than everything else and it felt that way it did feel fast like I didn't have a lag time It didn't feel like I was you know waiting for the internet to arrive, you know, but it you know It, it really did feel fast now Like we said, you know We gave it a day because we, we really kind of did and there were some issues that you just You couldn't get by and I tried it because I did it on, on a lot of on a, a lot of work so um, and I actually changed before, I think Adam did, but Adam pretty much changed for the same exact reason I did.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so, some of the cons I have on Edge, um, it does not like playing videos. <laughs> it, would, it would crash on me, multiple video sites, yeah. it would crash, it would freeze. It would, and that's the funny thing is because Edge used, when it first, Edge first came out, that was the only thing it did really well, right. <laughs> was play videos. So, I don't know what's going on with that. Um, there is zero customization. Yeah. You can change from light and dark theme. That's it. That's the only thing you can change. <laughs> and, you, and and
0: and you got, like, add-ons, but that's, you know.
1: That's a, Yeah, but that rolls into my next one, bare-bone <laughs> add-on support. We're talking one page of, of add-ons. And, okay, yeah, they just added add-ons. I get it. But, but still, this, this, your competition. Yeah, this browser it, this, has you been out I, for what? You know what the Edge, remi- Edge browser reminds me of? The Windows phone it has the same fucking issues. No customization, barebone add-ons or barebone apps. Like it's it just like that. And also, I just added this one. Bookmarks from Hell. <laughs> the way Edge handles bookmarks, it's like it's 1996. Mm-hmm. It's so it's so in your way. I was expecting
0: like, GeoCities logo to pop up in the background. It's such
1: a pain in the ass. Some homestead <laughs> shit. It's, it's such a pain in the ass. And like I, so I import my my shit, and it does it just like Firefox dumps it in the wrong fucking place. Right. And um, and
0: then it tells you that if you want to move it to like like I have I have a um a favorites bar, and I'm sure most people do. You mm-hmm. know, my favorites bar is all the stuff that I go to every day. And it tells you, oh, if you want to move it to your – your, it allows you to enable the, the, the bookmark bar, but if you want to add it to that, you got to drag it up yeah. up there. And I'm like, Which, what
1: the – Which, I mean, I kind of get it because they do design Edge to be for touchscreens as well, but I'm not on a fucking touchscreen. Right. So I, I don't want to deal with that shit. But another thing too, and so it, they handle all the bookmarks in a, in a sidebar. I have no issue with that. I actually like sidebars. Um, And that we'll get into that with Opera, but um, I had to delete like fifteen things. Yeah, and it's right click delete. Are you sure you want to delete? (laughs) Yes. Right click delete. You can't highlight multiple things. Right. Like Firefox and Chrome have a show all bookmarks, and a separate window will open, and you can organize the whole fucking thing. Right. That's how it should be. Like Edge really need to get that shit together because I got a lot of fucking bookmarks, <laughs> as do most people, right? You know, so it's it's it was such a pain in the ass. Um,
0: yeah, for me, crashing on video sites and right. it, you know, it was, it crashed on YouTube, it crashed on there was, what the fuck was I on? I was on, oh motherfucker, I was on GameStop, for real, for real, and you know how they have those audio videos in the beginning? Yeah, oh. Crashed on me,
1: and then of course you ain't even trying to play that one. Yeah, that's the one.
0: I was like, I was like, you know, I don't even want that one. Like, <laughs> and um, and of course, you know, like, and I'm gonna be straight. Pornhub, it is what it, it is. is. What it is you know this because everybody goes through those things, and anytime you tried to watch one, it would always it would crash and then reopen, but then it would have the same issue again. So it was, you know, and there's there's a lot of that where you start kind of like, well, what the fuck are you good for? Because nine times out of ten, ninety percent of the, or I'm even I'm even conservative, and ninety percent of the internet is videos. You know, yeah. and if you're watching videos, I was
1: actually just complaining about that to Steve today because I'm I'm researching building another computer and I'm I'm trying to research on those the new AMD Ryzen chips and fucking. I'm at work. I can't watch videos on my work computer, but I can go to the web, but right. a lot of it's blocked. Right. So everything's a fucking link to YouTube. I'm like, can, does anyone write anymore? <laughs> no.
0: Like, well no like, because Jesus. you can't write blog, you can't write blogs like you like you text, you know, cuz that Can you imagine ten re- that?
1: <laughs> 10 reasons why Ryzen is <laughs> 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 Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I was so annoyed. Oh, I know.
0: I know. I've done that too where I've gone to like going, well how do I do this? And everything's a fucking video. I'm like, I don't want a video because I want to see it listed out so that I know what I'm doing. I don't have to keep stopping a fucking video.
1: Yeah. Unlike the rest of America, I'm not fucking illiterate. <laughs> right. Like I want to re- I can read faster than the dude can talk. I don't have fucking time. And every vi- and I like videos, listen. Right. I watch plenty of tech videos. I watch plenty of porn. But- hey, <laughs> when I'm just trying to do research, I just want the information, yeah. because I'm writing it down in my notebook. Yeah. I have a little fucking notebook, like it's 1810, <laughs> and I write quill, my folks. shit down in there.
0: Yeah. No, I have a regular
1: pen. Okay.
0: Um, a bo- an inkwell pen. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Hold on, let me grab my quill as I write these notes down. Oh,
2: you're
1: right.
0: On the 11th of September of the year of our Lord, 2017... <laughs> um it does not work well with wordpress um no. and i'm talking
1: word i didn't test that out but i, I know you were telling me yeah because
0: i'm talking wordpress.org and and.com because i have my my own personal blog on .com, and i was having i was running into issues where it was freezing on me and then i would literally have to reset um refresh the page in order to get it to work um, it didn't like... Copy and you don't and pay- want
1: that kind of shit when you're doing blogs. Yeah. Because you'll lose your shit. Yeah. And just, nah. Yeah, and
0: then it saves to draft, and then you're like, oh shit, I've got four drafts because you kept thinking you were losing your shit. Um, there was a lot of that going on, and, and it was it was very, very difficult. And and that was really kind of... That above, even above the, the videos, was what really kind of... Because I, I, I maintained the sites. I maintained the Lazy Geeks. I maintained my blog, uh, The Middle Age Geek. And then I also have my own personal one, so it. Re- I
1: just add my charm and wit.
0: Yeah. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but um, and that that was really annoying, and that, and then and I know if any of you do that stuff, that is not, it is not a uh, a browser to use. Um, yeah. Again, uh, like with Adam, lack of customization, light and dark screen. I'm sorry, but you got to have more
1: than that. Um, to be honest, I, I'm gonna I put that as a um, as a con. But I don't really care because I, I personally I don't I don't use themes and shit. I just want it to look darker. That's, that's all I fucking <laughs> care about. I, I, in, in the thing too, in, but I know that's a big thing for most people. Yeah, so I, I threw it on the phone.
0: Yeah, because you know I'm using it all the time. I kind of wanted to kind of ref- you know you kind of wanted to reflect you, but also at the same time, you know there there was the customization of like what you can use and what you can't or what you don't want to use. Very very limited. Like like we said, bare bones add-ons like well, you're lucky a fucking ad blocker is even on there.
1: But even uh, even the settings panel is, yeah. is just like there's nothing there. And
0: and here's the great thing. They give you a search option, you know, like most like most like uh Firefox does, Chrome does, even Opera of who to search for. And it, they give you that option, but it's only Bing. Yeah. Bing, which <laughs> which makes sense, I get it. Yeah. But it's like why even tell why even put they that have there? Cortana
1: do they have Cortana doing that now too. Cortana will only search on Bing. And I don't have a problem with Bing, but I have a problem when you take the choice away. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's like look, like I'll use Bing. I don't mind Bing, but right. I should be able to choose whatever the fuck I want to
0: do. Yeah, usually for me, yeah, I'll I'll sometimes I'll look at Bing. But the thing is is yeah, I should be able to decide who I wanna who I wanna check. But don't but don't sit there and have oh yes, um, search options and then it's just one it's like come on that what are you doing yeah. there what are you doing and i knew they were doing that but it is such a it's to me it's just so stupid to even have that um so yeah so that that with with edge and the problem with edge is you know and adam and i had kind of a full, and this is really why we decided that why i was like hey you know what we should just do a thing on here because edge is one of those that like it's it's Got potential. It's leaps... And here's the thing. It's leaps and bound better than what it was when it first came out. Yes. When we first... When it first came out, it was, in my opinion, virtually unusable.
1: Um. Oh, yeah. It was broken as fuck. Yeah. And they... Well, they admitted that, too. Because when it first came out, it was in beta. Which was you know, stupid, like, anyway. You know? It was like... Yeah.
0: When you're releasing a new OS, you don't want your, your, uh, your uh, Steamboat, you know... But your, you your know... Your flagship you- browser... In
1: beta, I'm not going to trust Edge until they remove Internet Explorer from my computer. <laughs> right. Yeah, one, two, because Microsoft doesn't even trust Edge.
0: Right. They're like, "Well, we're not sure this is going to work, so we'll go ahead and put uh, we'll put uh,
1: because uh, it's not Internet Explorer on Windows there. on Windows 10. It's not in your face, but if you go to that fucking stop menu and you, in, you type in Internet Explorer, it is there. It is there. Yeah. It,
0: um, and and one of the things that we 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 discussed is that it has some serious potential. But it just seems like they're just kind of super lagging on it.
1: Yeah, and for such a big company, and for such an important thing, it should already be done. It should already be usable, it should already be solid, there shouldn't be any issues. I mean, if you
0: went through the hassle of fucking doing, um, uh, what do they call it? Um, Monopolizing the computer by having Internet Explorer in your computer. It should, you should be, you should be ahead of Chrome, Firefox. It just seems that you just are kind of like, well, we had Internet Explorer, we just kind of update it, and it was shit. Nobody used it. It was a joke. And then you go, oh, we have Edge. It's going to be fast. We're touting it as faster. Yeah, but when it still doesn't work, it doesn't matter how fast it is. It has to work.
1: Yeah, I love how fast Edge is until I get to, like, the third website and it crashes. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it it crashes real quick. Can't
0: get your jerk on when it's crashing on you, you know. (laughs) Motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, I mean, if they just really kind of had a dedicated team to kind of go, hey, look, let's see what Chrome has, Firefox, and even Opera. See what they all have in common, what works well. How can we improve that experience in Edge? There you go. You got it right there. You can have that one for
1: free, Microsoft. Jesus. I actually had an idea. Um, that Microsoft should just tuck their tail between their legs, go to one of these open source browsers like Firefox or oh, right. whatever, yeah, yeah. and say, Hey, we want a version for Windows that's official for Windows. Yeah. And just pay them some money, do what they did with Minecraft. Just give them a handful of fucking money and go, Here, do what you do best. And then there you go. You don't even have to fucking worry about then it. At when, that then,
0: point. when they do it extremely well, then you buy them and then they officially become Microsoft. <laughs>
1: but then i yeah right but then i also had an idea of why microsoft might not do that is because microsoft would have to give them the source code oh yeah and give the source code to an open source organization (laughs) someone's gonna leak it (laughs) i got the source code to windows 10 it's like fuck?
0: it's on basement
1: bitch (laughs) it's like free the fucking code they're all (laughs) high and mighty about it right so let's roll into the last browser okay um, Pros for Opera, perfect input of my book list, and and Steve experiences this as well. Yeah. I inputted so every browser has the function where you can input from another browser your cookies, your bookmarks, and your history. Every everything other browser, defaults check. By the way,
0: right. when you go to default, it checks everything.
1: Right. Every Firefox, Chrome, and Edge all did the same thing. You would do the cookies, but it's still it kind of like it had half-ass versions of it. Right. Um. Your your bookmarks would be in a folder. This is inputted from or whatever. And you had to organize. Opera. I had input. Mm. It was like I've been using mm-hmm. Opera for two fucking years. It was perfect. Everything was where it was supposed to be. The the fucking passwords were crisp. Everything was right. Fuck.
0: I. And and if you and I, I'm gonna jump in on this too. Be, this this part too because, yeah, that was one of the things that. I did, because I did it from the HTML, the um, XH, um, XMTL file, and it just, like, went boop, all on there. All And if you've ever noticed that when you import your things, the cons of the sites never pop up, they always give you that yeah. arbitrary one. Then you, when you click on it to go there, then it shows up and all that shit. Mm-mm. Already nope. did that with fucking Chrome. It pulled
1: in. It did. I will admit, um, Opera didn't have some of the flavor icons for some of the lesser big sites that I have. Yeah. Or if the site is like secure, like it's a login page yeah. to something. But all the bigs of Facebook, Twitter, and like all that stuff, that came up no problem. Yeah,
0: and and yeah, it came up. And the thing about it is that when you log in to a site, especially if you import your favorites, you always end up going into the original login screen and you click on it and then it gave sometimes if you have a, a password manager, it'll ask you which login are you using, you know, and you have to put it in there. And then eventually it'll remember, uh-uh, not with, not with Opera. It went right through the login screen right to where I needed to be.
1: Yep. and It's like you've been using it already. Yeah,
0: it was like, I looked at it, I'm like, have I used this already? Like, what happened? What the fuck happened here?
1: <laughs> um, I have to say this about speed. Opera, out of the four browsers, is the fastest browser with everything. Yeah. Page loading, videos, everything. I get the least amount of... I don't have the greatest internet, I'm going to be honest, but I get the barely any buffering on videos. If I was watching Chrome, every video would buffer for a second.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Firefox a little less. Uh Edge didn't want to play videos. Um and Opera <laughs> Well, it did for
0: a minute and then said fuck you.
1: <laughs> right. Opera Opera's been crystal clear. No issues with it. Um now if I'm trying if I'm, you know, downloading something and all that, but that's my fault, you know right. what I mean? Um it has a built-in facebook messenger app now now this this sounds gimmick and there was a web browser that had this a while ago oh, that God. is a defunct web browser now because it was like the facebook yeah web browser
0: rock melt um, was it rock melting
1: rock rock melt, yeah. yeah and that was eh, yeah whatever but so opera has this sidebar and and it has a few things in it i turned them all on <laughs> uh but one of them is you have facebook messenger and whatsapp i don't use whatsapp so i turn that one off um so it has built-in facebook met- messenger in the sidebar all you do and it's it's not in your face it's just little icon on the top you click on it and it opens true facebook Messenger. Mm-hmm. i can send gifs it has the pictures on the side it has all the options that's it looks like that's that's how
0: i was website. talking to you last night
1: yeah that's how i was talking to you yeah. too. <laughs> and then um the cool thing is so I, when i was using chrome or fi- fi- fire whatever. The first thing I would do is open Facebook and then go to another tab right. because everyone communicates with me in Facebook Messenger, which is fine. But now I don't need to have that fucking tab open because if Steve sends me a message, it I don't think it makes a noise, but it, it gives a little like, uh, like Ike, a like yeah. a red dot yeah, it, above it, the it, Facebook Messenger. I open it, perfect. It doesn't. It works perfectly fine. So the cool thing too is you open it, and it slides open, it doesn't do anything. If it has a little pin. You pin it, and then it automatically formats that screen. So you're seeing, and if you have a widescreen monitor, it's whatever. Because you have so much fucking dead space anyway. Um, it automatically formats your screen. So you got Facebook Messenger here. It's like two separate windows on. Perfect. There are no fucking issues with that. I I didn't even think I would think it was that big of a deal, to be honest with you. Um, what were the other pros I got on? Oh, I the sidebar, I dig the sidebar. Um, I like sidebars, I just do. I like when the options are right there. It's small enough that you barely notice it's there after a while. Um, the links on it has the speed dial, which every browser has this now. It's that first page that has like tiles that you can click on. Right. Uh, it has your bookmarks and it is a full page bookmark to <laughs> fully customize everything. Um, It also has personal news, which I haven't really Fucked with, but it looks like just an RSS Yeah, that's
0: kind of what it looks like to me Yeah,
1: Yeah, and it has a sources, So you can definitely customize that, but I haven't I haven't done that yet, but I will Um, Tabs, so you can click on tabs And it shows you the tabs that you have open I don't know why you would do that, but I guess if you have a lot of tabs Open Um, History, extensions To go to see your extension get more Um, Ublock is also Available on there too, which is Yes, it is uh, Um now one thing and i didn't put this in the show notes but this is so fucking dope now firefox and chrome have that where you can see your um i sent you a message i I sent
0: you a message on messenger through um through opera i wanted to just because you mentioned i don't know if it it makes the facebook noise yeah um oh because i see the red mark on there too you replied
1: um I don't think Chrome does this, but I know Fi- Firefox has the read later thing where you can hmm. you can say, okay, read later, and it'll send it to the phone. You ain't got to send shit to shit on fucking Opera. Opera on the top right. So you have your normal yeah. X to close it, minimize, and, and shrink the screen. But then you have this other one, tab menu. You click on it, click other devices. Those are the tabs that I have open on my phone. Last. Period. <laughs> like it, it, it. And they also have recently closed, so things that you might have closed. And open tab they really want me to know what tabs i have open yeah. um but it's right here i was looking at budget Ryzen build click on it bam i'm right there do you have like, you have opera that, on your phone right now yeah i have opera do on my
0: you phone. do you still do you have that extension that you can do for power blockers
1: no oh. not for opera okay i didn't know you could have extensions on the Opera one no i was just you know, i was
0: just it. no i was asking you if it had it that's why i was
1: uh, oh no i don't think the opera mobile has extension hmm which sucks but you know it is is. um the so yeah the the other device thing is big to me so I'll a lot of times I'll be at I spend a lot of time at work um (laughs) and a lot of times like especially for the website I'll be looking for looking for news or whatever to talk about on the podcast and stuff like that and I can have those open just put my phone in my pocket and then when I sit down on my computer they're all right there no issues um is there anything else Oh I did want to mention this so there's another sidebar that you can put on there and I I actually at first put it as a negative where I said that they don't utilize the sidebar enough but I was actually wrong um, if you go to the extensions they have a whole section with sidebar extensions and one of them's tweak deck by the way oh I'm reading I'm reading your one of your negatives was no tweak deck oh there is tweak deck my friend oh it's one of the sidebar extensions okay so um, so yeah, the sidebar that it's just a separate section of the extensions, but they have a ton of shit. I think it's like two full pages. Page has like 50 things on oh, I'll it. I'll have to fuck around um, that. But it's uh it's pretty dope. Um what are your pros? Brit? So, um
0: smooth, very uh very fast. Uh the cool add-ons, the messenger, the WhatsApp. I know a lot of people do use WhatsApp. Um nowadays. So if you're using that, I, I think that's it's a good good benefit because a lot of times you can't there's certain browsers and I it that you can do that but it becomes kind of it becomes intrusive and and it kind of takes away from your, you know, web experience if you will.
1: I know WhatsApp is extremely popular in uh, other countries like yeah. in Europe. China, yeah, and China, it and usually It's just not very popular.
0: Well, here. it is if you have friends in other countries because that's what people use. Uh, to, ah, okay. to, to discuss them because it's encrypted end to end and you know it, it's it's free and
1: stuff like that. But um, us in the, us in America just use Facebook Messenger, which someone is reading all of them right somewhere <laughs> somewhere <way>, exactly. <laughs> we just don't fucking care. Uh,
0: and uh, and so I really liked the way the, the the way the sidebar is on the side is actually nice because it doesn't because that's always one of the things that always bothered me with other browsers that have that input sidebars. Two in your it's face. It's two in your face. It shrinks up the page with the sidebar that you have. It's very lean, very, um, just that little black strip down the side. It's kind of sexy. Um, and uh, and I-, I dig that. Uh, importing the books, bookmarks, like like I said before, very, very, uh, very clean um, immediately. Because I-, I haven't used my desktop in a week since we haven't recorded the show. And um, actually, about two weeks because I did everything like that before um and uh i came in i i downloaded opera and it just fucking i went ahead imported everything from chrome beautifully did it like within the five minutes before we started the show another thing that's actually interesting that i thought was kind of slick you know how when you want to use a default browser in on um, windows 10 (laughs) and it always tells you oh if you want to change this to your default Go here. Go to the settings menu, and then select you know whatever. Oh, Opera takes care of that for you.
1: Yeah, it just changes. It changes
0: it. everything, and it automatically puts it in your taskbar. Like it's on the bottom of my Windows. T- it's there already. That that O is there. Um, it already knows that you want. Yeah, to it's it. like it- it's like going. <laughs> we know what you're going to want to do, so we've done it for you. Um, right and, uh, and that's one of the, some people might not like that, but I actually, like <laughs> I, I do too, because eventually if I'm using you, I'm going to be setting it up because right. when you use it, and especially if you're using, um, OneNote like we do, when you click on a link, it'll open by the default browser, which was usually, unless you change changed the settings, it would have been like, in this case, it would have been Chrome. Nope. Opera opened up and said, this is how you're going to view it. Motherfucker. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, I, I really liked, I, I really liked how that, uh, how they kind of—it's—it's it's a little more intuitive, I think, and really designed for a user experience. Now, again, I've tried it only on the sites that I've tried it when I've used other um, in the other uh, uh, other browsers. Works fine on WordPress. I've um, all the stories that I posted on Monday were through Opera. Um, I made a couple of changes on some of the sites, you know, using this. Um, works fine, works fine with, and it's very smooth scrolling. It, it updates really quick. It almost does seem like my internet's a little faster. Um, uh, go ahead, and um, what uh, what cons did you have? I think you only had one.
1: <laughs> I only have one con so far, and I'm being honest. I haven't seen anything else to complain about, but um, it doesn't have the OneNote Clipper extension, which is something that I do use... Uh, I mean, I can get around it. I could just have one note open. Um, but that was something that I did use for certain things and, um, I didn't use it all the time, but it, it, it was something that I always download, like when, when I would, uh, install a browser or something like that. So that's kind of a shame. Other than that, I really, I've had no issues. Like everything is perfect. There, there's no slowdown. There's no cra- It hasn't crashed once. It plays every video I want it to play. It, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, on my end, it did have an issue. It, it, these are a couple of issues that I experienced. Um, again, it, it, I experienced these issues using my laptop, uh, which I had used all the other ones, like the messaging and WordPress and all that, and all that stuff worked fine. Um, when I, 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 If there's any of you out there that, you know, use your laptop or anything like that, and you're going to... Like, I was trying to authorize um, to watch... Uh, a&E and History Channel on my Apple TV. Now of course because Apple and and actually all fucking streaming services don't have one authentication like you just log in once and it'll authorize all that shit for you. You have to do it for each and every individual one. Yeah. Um, I tried it with I tried Opera with um, History Channel and a and I would do the information but it just kind of sat there like oh no 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 actually no i take that back the page didn't even pop up like the main home page would but when i went to like the to, to activate it just spun it never actually showed up so i opened up chrome went in there and it loaded fast so i'm not exactly sure what was going on with that but i
1: it's probably something with the the code yeah so like it's cuz i've i i you told me about that and I was like, okay, well, let me try all the streaming services I have. Which are the big three? I have Amazon streaming, Hulu, and uh, Netflix. All of them work perfectly fine. And and the one that I thought would fail would be Hulu um, TV. TV because that's in beta yeah. on the uh, on the computer, and that worked perfectly fine as well. There was no no issues with me. So I it might be just something with that particular thing that you were doing. Yeah. Um, Um, I'm not trying to give opera an excuse. I'm just saying that it worked on the other stream.
0: And I did have issues with video last night. Um, It worked fine for a couple of videos, but then when I got into, um, you know, just kind of watching more and more videos, it started buffering. And I thought maybe Mm -hmm. it was my internet because I started like, because, you know, I have Spectrum, which is Time Warner, so anything's possible with them. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I closed it, reopened it, tried it again, still got that same issue, closed it, opened it with um, Chrome, worked fine. So I'm not exactly sure what that issue was because I had been watching videos on YouTube and um, something else I was watching, I can't remember. Um, But I I was getting like buffering issues out of nowhere. So I'm not exactly sure what was going on. Um, But a couple of things like one, lack of customization, I'm back on that on this one because it is bare bones. Like you have a dark and light, you know,
1: um, it's kind of the same as, it. it's the same as
0: edge. Um, yeah. but, um, you know, some of the extra features do kind of be, and one of the things about that, it, it, I put that on there, but it's not as big of a deal because there is not a lot of blank space. When you get the other browsers, like, especially like Chrome and Firefox, there's always a big gap when you have, um, uh, between the top of the browser and the address bar. There's always a bigger gap. And then when you get to that right corner where the X and everything, it's it's huge. Like there's a huge gap in there. This is very streamlined. So there's there's more web page that you're viewing as opposed to browser. And
1: that's, that's impressive because there's even an added sidebar. Right. Which you can turn off, by the yeah, way. Yeah, you can't but we, we both have it on. Yeah. so Even with the sidebar, I get more fucking web page. Right,
0: and so it is, you definitely do get more web page a lot better if you're doing like, especially in, in my instances, you know, you're doing WordPress, you're, you're resetting themes and designs and stuff like that. You, you kind of need all that room without having to get a fucking bigger screen. Um, now, the last two I mentioned, but I, I didn't realize, you know, I put t- no tweet deck on here, but Adam says it was because as last I heard, Chrome was supposed to be the only one, but I guess nobody really thinks about Opera. And I do use TweetDeck because of the fact that I use it for um, for a website. And when I post things on Twitter, anything specifically for the website, it's mine, uh, our main one, and our personal ones. And it all goes out on the same thing. So I use TweetDeck for that. But now that they have it on there, that's actually kind of a nice thing and... and, and
1: uh, Holy shit, so I just installed TweetDeck, uh-huh. okay? And it works just like Facebook Messenger where it kind of takes part of the screen space. Uh-huh. It automatically logged me in.
0: Oh shit! Oh well, yeah, because yeah, it was—it's probably part of your um, Chrome.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I'm logged in. Works per, works just like it would. The only thing is, is that TweetDeck wants to show you a lot. Yeah. So it does. I mean, it you can you can control the size obviously mm-hmm. and show just one panel. If you the want, cool but. thing
0: too is that you know, like when you open the screen, like you can pin it. If you open a screen, you can pin it. But the thing is, is that. When, like when I open messenger it does take up a good chunk when you go into it but all you have to do is click back on the on the, the page you're on and it goes away right like you don't have to close you'd be like okay entered boom click on click on the screen and then it goes away and the so, cool
1: thing about because the extension so it's a little okay you have the main sidebar right right and that one pretty much stays there unless you want to pin it the extension sidebar is another sidebar. comes off of the same side Mm -hmm. but if you press control alt or i'm sorry control shift (laughs)
0: control um, (laughs) delete
1: control shift s it automatically will minimize it or bring it back up okay so and that's a pretty easy fucking key to hit with one hand so it's like you could have a bunch of stuff on there and then just when you need it just pop and then just you know right it is what it is but um, oh so after all that i think the answer is pretty clear which browser is your main browser now? Edge. No, just <laughs>
0: no. I think at this particular point, unless I get some serious grief on something, at this particular point, I'm I'm going to be with Opera for a while, and until you know, until it you know, until it does anything, I'm going to have Chrome obviously as a backup or Firefox because I think I have Firefox on my laptop and um, I have Chrome on my desktop, but I don't use my desktop a whole lot to do. A lot of the stuff that I use on my laptop But I will have it in case I do run into any issues
1: But see if you have Chrome or if you have Opera And all that shit And you're logged in with your sync account You can get the Fucking tab thing where if you had tabs on your laptop and your laptop could be off, it don't matter. And then you just well, hit that button, well, bam. But
0: no, but I'm saying that if I run into an issue that Opera is not providing me, I can switch. I'll switch back to Chrome. Oh yeah, yeah and yeah. and use that like I did last night, which I had to use last night. But
1: because uh, I have, um, I agree with you. I'm I'm the same. I'm, I'm I'm on Opera, but and I actually uninstalled Chrome, and I have Firefox as my backup. Yeah I, on my, I on, yeah, I have that I have up. Yeah, I
0: have it on my laptop, but at my desktop I just got into it so I still have Chrome installed, but I probably will um remove Chrome and then put Firefox on here and log into right. my sync account.
1: So, sorry Chrome.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, until, you know, Opera fucks up and Firefox fucks up and Edge fucks up. No, just kidding. <laughs> oh,
1: They're all fucking up with uh, screwed. Yeah, I
0: know. Um, but yeah, so if, if you're into changing your browsers, you know, if you have Chrome, fine. You know, if you have Chrome, I would suggest try Firefox. Firefox is a good is a good counter to Chrome. Um, if you if you are kind of cool with using a different browser, you like you don't care. I try Opera. And if you do if you do try it or you are using it, and there are issues that you come across on a consistent basis, let us know. Um, you know, cause we may end up doing a, um, we may pick up on this and see if we're still using this in a couple of weeks time when we do our, um, just another podcast, we may pick this up again and then kind of give an update as to, you know, how things are going at that point. So if you have any thoughts, issues, concerns or anything like that, hit us up, let us know because we'll, we'll be able to talk about those on that show since that's more free form.
1: One thing I wanted to add, I just verified it opera used to have themes i could have sworn that i remembered they did and they did and for some reason they don't now Hmm. like they only have wallpapers for the um the little speed dial.
0: yeah which i think are kind of lame but you know
1: and by the way opera was actually the first one who did that speed dial thing (laughs) and everybody copied it i remember that of course opposite probably opposite they're like motherfucker
0: well, it's the same thing. Like Snapchat does it, and says, oh, Instagram does this, and Snapchat's like, "Motherfuckers, we had that for like a year."
1: <laughs> you can add. You can add a custom wallpaper, though. You don't have to yeah. use what they have. Yeah. I'm actually doing that right now.
0: All right, so I think on that one we've uh, been pretty thorough. So uh, let's go ahead and round out the show with our uh, douchebags of the week. So my douchebag of the week shouldn't come as any real surprise, but. Um, of course, it's. I titled it Mutt Williams. Uh, once I read the story, you'll understand. The Indiana Jones trilogy is probably one of the most cherished franchises in film history. Much like what George Lucas did with the prequels, Steven Spielberg did it with the 2008 Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I even consider the Blu-ray release of the Indiana Jones Complete Adventure set as the original trilogy and a rather expensive coaster. Although it seems they will be repairing one mistake they made, Shia LaBeouf's character of Mutt Williams will not be appearing in the follow-up. After a collective sigh, in a recent re-interview the Entertainment Week- with Entertainment Weekly, writer David Cope confirmed that news, not that anyone's, not to anyone's complete surprise, quote, Harrison, Harrison plays Indiana Jones, and I can say that, Cope said, and the Shia LaBeouf character is not in the film. He went on to say that he and Spielberg are, quote, unquote, mostly happy, with the current draft, if you remember, the last film was the version of the script that everyone seemed involved was happy with. So take that comment as you will. The film will follow quote some per, uh, precious artifact that they'll be looking for," In quote quote said, um, though no other details were available. Shia LaBeouf's omission from the next film was sealed after a series of comments badmouthing the film and Spielberg. In 2010 Los Angeles Times interview, LaBeouf said, quote, I feel like I dropped the ball on the legacy that people loved and cherished, end quote. Speaking with Variety, LaBeouf said of Spielberg, quote, I grew up with this idea. If you got to Spielberg, that's where it is. You get there and you realize you're not meeting the Spielberg you dream of. You're meeting a different Spielberg who is a different, who's in a different stage of his career. He's less a director than he is a fucking company. So yeah, stay
1: talking shit. Yeah. So basically, he followed suit with his um, Transformers star. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, he didn't learn from her fucking mistakes. Yeah. So. But um, whatever. Yeah. Like, I I actually haven't seen the Crystal Skull.
0: I uh, don't. You Don't. Don't. don't don't
1: i heard, i just hear it shit the only scene i've seen is i walked in at the end when the ufo left <laughs> and i was like what the fuck are you guys watching that's pretty much like, that's the new indiana that's Jones. pretty and much like, huh? that's
0: pretty much your experience at the end of the movie is what the fuck are we watching
1: like, <laughs> what's happening um it, it, and if, i was kind of interested with the movie at first because the crystal skulls are real yeah there's really skulls that no one knows what they are and they've found them yeah so but I mean you have this you have
0: I mean you have him as Mutt Jones and then this other guy on there that kept calling Jonesy What are we going to do yeah, Jonesy? It's like no, no, no.
1: And why do you name your son Bud? I don't
0: know.
1: Do you hate him? Like I don't I mean,
0: you know, maybe he was named after the the cat. I don't know. <clears throat> Since Indiana was named after the dog.
1: So this this story there's two things I have to say. One um, They're in Britain So some of the quotes are going to sound like What? They're just going to sound a little off Um, And two, it's a little long So I'm probably going to try to read it as fast as possible Um, But it was hilarious (laughs) Earlier this week Liam Smith, a grad student at Britain's University of Bristol Had a nice dinner With a woman he met on Tinder Um, The night was still young So he invited her over to his house to drink wine And watch a documentary on Scientology Weird because um, that's wrote a, on deep a Go, movie. <laughs> right. He wrote on a GoFundMe page. Well, like I said, this is Britain. Maybe, maybe. that's what they're into. Yeah, I don't know. Um, at, at some point, the unidentified woman asked to use the bathroom. When she returned, Smith said she had a, quote, a panicked look in her eye. Smith said the woman told him, I went poo in your toilet. Or wait, I went for a poo in your toilet and it would not flush. He then claims the woman confessed to reaching into the toilet bowl, wrapping the dookie in tissue paper, and throwing it out the window. <laughs> Wanting to be a gentleman, Smith suggested going outside together, bagging up the offending poo, throwing it away, and then pretending the whole sorry affair had never happened, recall. Unfortunately, the story got crappier. <laughs> <laughs> Smith's bathroom window doesn't open to, to the garden, but into an 18-inch gap that is separated from the outside world by another non-open double glass glazed window now our west coast friends might not be familiar with this weird fucking design (laughs) but they have some stuff like that in the east coast it's basically when you um it's it's to keep things warmer Mm -hmm. and less and less moisture basically um i guess england does the same thing which makes sense because boston was originally a british town moving on it was in it was into this twilight zone that my date had thrown her poop he wrote, according to Smith, when he went to get a hammer to smash the window, his date decided to climb in head first to retrieve the, poo, the poop herself, which she was able to do successfully. That's when they realized she was stuck upside down. I grabbed her waist and I pulled, but she was stuck, stuck fast, Smith wrote on his GoFundMe page. Try as we might, we could not remove her from the window. She was stuck fast upside down in the gap. At that point, he called for help and an emergency crew drove up within minutes. About 15 minutes later, the woman was free. This story might not seem to pass the er er-sniff test. Stop it, Huffington Post, (laughs) at first glance. However, uh, Avon Fire and Rescue, the fire company that rescued the young woman, confirmed to the Bristol Post that they responded to a call from Smith's address where they rescued a woman trapped between interior and exterior glass firefighter chris crothers said when he and another rescue worker arrived he saw that the woman was well and truly stuck with her face squashed against the glass (laughs) according to a release on uh, avon fire and rescue's website quote we often find when people are stuck they can they can start to panic very quickly so we do our best to keep them calm until we can free them Crothers said in the release I started chatting to her, and she told the whole story about how she had become stuck. She was quite open about the whole thing. I think by then she had gone past um, the point of embarrassment. Firefighters freed the woman from her glass prison by removing beading around the edge of the window blazing. Then they carefully removed her and lowered her to her feet. Although she had been upside down for some time with the company of a few spiders, she was absolutely fine and just pleased to be free, Croft said. Uh, we see strange things all the time, but this certainly has to be one of the strangest, purely because of why she was stuck. The fire department also tweeted a photo of the rescue, uh, linking to Smith's GoFundMe page, and you can see this poor broad fucking just, her face stuck in there. Yeah. It's so fun. So, let's let's wrap this story up. To get her out, rescue workers had to break Smith's window. A replacement will cost 390 pounds, I guess, um, the same as his monthly budget, hence the GoFundMe campaign. It seems that many people sympathize with the situation. Smith has already received more than 2,700 pounds in donation. It, it has the dollar sign, but I'm just assuming it's pounds. Um, and i rather say pounds because it's exotic. <laughs> uh, he promises to donate anything beyond the cost of replacing the window to two charities, one of them benefiting firefighters, while the other, Toilet Twinning, builds and maintains flushing toilets in the developing world. Although their first date ended up stinking to high heaven, how it's imposed, it hasn't swayed Smith uh, off a potential future, with his lady friend, she's a lovely girl. I'm not sure what's going to happen. I'm really busy with my dissertation at the moment, but I'd certainly be open to seeing her again. He told the daily stop. It's almost romantic <laughs> if you really think about it. I just thought it was, I was reading the story, and the whole time it just keeps getting worse. Right, and you're like, God, this poor broad, dude. It's a movie. Like, it's a movie. Like some exactly, and then they still end up together at the <laughs> The shit brought them together. Of course, you know. I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it was a cute story. But she's also a douchebag. Like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> no, right?
1: Yeah. Jeez. I'm gonna read it. Hold on.
0: He's <laughs> too busy just... playing with um, with opera over there.
1: I was too. I was deleting something. Um. Oh, Jesus Christ. Is Christ? <laughs> That's it for our episode. Please rate and review the show on iTunes because uh, that always helps. Um, want to catch our back catalog? You can definitely do so on Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Google Play Music as well as our website, thelazygeeks.com. If you want to suggest stories for this show, you can share them on our Facebook page. We're also on other social media avenues such as Twitter and Instagram, both under the name The Lazy Geeks, all one word. Uh, and any feedback that you want to give us and that we will gladly read Drop it on our website, thelazygeeks.com, or send it to our mailbag at at thegeeksatthelazygeeks.com.
0: And you can find me on the internet, on Twitter, at a middle-aged geek, Instagram, middle-aged underscore geek. And you can check out my other podcast, the Extended Play Movie Podcast, on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. It's released every Wednesday. Uh, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash geek, and you can check it out all out at geek. Dot com
1: and I am on Twitter at sapientlg and my blog the theoutnumbereddadblog.wordpress.com which haven't hasn't got much love lately because <laughs> I've been so busy but it's still there and I still plan to do things with it
0: alright and be sure to tune in on Friday for our, our away team at this week's episode the Icarus Factor when uh, basically it's Star Trek's attempt to try to humanize Riker which none of us buy <laughs> he's, he's, he's not a mortal human
1: He's a god among men.
0: (laughs) And that is it for us this week. So until next time, peace out.